Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Expecting something to happen. Bunkhouse Stampede, that's what's happening. Click this, Kevin Ash Podcast. He's Kevin, I'm Sean. How was your week? Uh, Good. They beat you up last weekend with your road schedule. You did 10 stops. You were, uh, you, you were a shell of a man. Actually, last weekend I was, um, or this weekend I was in um, Cincinnati. I did a uh, horror con. In Cincinnati, me and me and X-Pac signed um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that was, uh, I tell you, man, fucking, as you get older, those things, put, putting on a smile for for three days is. <laughs> <laughs> what did people run into on Sunday at about 2 p.m.? You know what? There was this, this, this guy, this guy walks up to me. And he he looks down at, at at my table, and I've got you know at this point, you know, I I I, I just want to say first first off, man, that the the NWO fans are so loyal. I love them with. I mean, it's just I, I I'm so blessed to have uh, to had that as as you know part of my life. Uh, it's still a part of my life. It's it, it's for life. I mean, I'll, uh, that that NWO will 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 go with me to my grave. And um, so, you know, most of the pitchers were were picked were were pretty picked over by, you know, the super shredders were gone. Uh, any of the Punisher stuff was gone. Um, I don't have any dog pictures yet. I need me probably need to get some dog photos. But anyway, so um, this guy walks over. Kind of got kind of looks like Simon from Simon and Garfunkel. Okay, Paul Simon. Yeah, looks like looks like, looks like Paul Simon. He's kind of. Yeah, kind of, you know, like look at this. It's kind of got this, you know. Yeah, you know, never really, uh, really was uh, much of a wrestling fan. I mean, I watched it periodically. I said, "Yeah, I'm kind of the same way on gay porn." And he stops and looks at me, and then looks back down at my table. And I'm thinking, like, okay, at this point, he's going to spin and just tell me to f off. 
And, uh, but, they, one no, out. No, but no, no one ever does. And nobody, they think, you know, I'll get a thousand tweets. Like, I'll jump. If I ever see you there, I'll punch you like the old man. I tell you what, boy, I've never had anybody come up and just say, you know, you know what? I'm that guy. I'm the one that's, you know, been, you know, been, been telling you about them. I'm, I'm coming. So, and, uh, so the guy like looked around and then he went to his back pocket and dropped 50 bucks for an autograph. And it was a wrestling shot, oh. and I'm like, he like, wow, like it's almost like the, the is he like, did he want me to, did he want to lick my boot, you know, did he like make me lick, make make me lick your boot? Yeah, maybe a Here fetish, you. a fetish I'm thing. Treat you like an ass. Okay, now, now I'll, I'll now I'll pay fifty dollars. Yeah, but so he's clearly a wrestler. Either he was a wrestling fan, or he's 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 got a fetish. He he always wanted to meet a wrestler in person. If you offered him the boot, he probably would have taken it. He pro- you probably would have had a. He probably would have offered him eleven soft. He'd have taken that too. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. <laughs> so, are, are, do we have uh, is Manscape on our, our agenda tonight? Um, not this week. Not this week. Uh, so, okay, so I have to say a couple of things. Okay, because uh, we uh, we we covered Manscape, but I've been manscaping for. So long as probably manscaping has been, it was. I mean, it used to be called. We we used to call it trimming the shaft of your penis up to the base, so it it add an inch, add an inch or two, minimum, (laughs) minimum, and then on top of that, so what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna trim your shit up to the base. And then you're gonna leave what the kid and play afro above that? No, you gotta knock that shit down. So it's it's take it up to. It, 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 this is my this is my analogy. You go buy a Christmas tree. That thing stays in your house for what a month? Yeah. Every time you buy it, the guy puts everything. He, he sets it on. He sets it on the table before they put it in that wrapping, and he takes the, the small chainsaw. And he trims down the bottom of that tree, knocks all those branches off, so you got a nice, like, you know, foot, big foot you can put in your tree stand and just grind those things. Uh, you want me to take it up a little higher? Make it make it seem like you got more tree down there? Yeah, I can knock it off, baby. So you got to have that. And then on top of that, you've got to have the Pebble Beach putting surface above it. Right, and then and, I, and then we've already made reference to Grandma's mustache. You definitely can't have, you can't teabag somebody. I mean, everybody knows there's one string on a teabag, and it doesn't go in your mouth. So you got to trim all that. That's all got to be trimmed out. And we're talking for no, and, and, and guys will say, yeah, but I'm not seeing anybody. Now, what if you bumped into some girl? Yeah. And like you got lucky, it's 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 just you know what the the the, the stars are aligned, and here you come and she's that you you go up to the room, and you go up to her crib whatever and you pull your you you pull your shit down and it's just like and she looks at you like does the rest of you turn into a werewolf at any time or like so you got to you know you got to be ready and then just the odor, the amount of sweat and piss in a daily basis that's packed in to what they sell you as bamboo, which is actually lycra. You know, that, I mean, have you ever smell your underwear at the end of the day? 
Jesus. Try not to, but. Well, now now I've got toner and, and, and deodorant. So, exactly. I mean, it's, it, yeah. But I was just saying that guys out there, you know, that, that, that have this uh, lots of, like, ah, I really don't need to trim. Yeah, I, I promise you, you need to trim it because the most important person you date in your life is yourself. Right? Mm. If you're going to twist one off, do you want to twist one off with it? I mean, you want a you want a, a, a good looking cock down there that you're throwing. You don't want to sift through. And no, by the way, congratulations no. for being the first person to sexualize buying a fucking Christmas tree. Anytime I'm on the fucking Christmas tree lot <laughs> and the motherfucker's shaving the stump, I'm going to think back to the, uh, the, the gay porn plot that we could uh, whip up here. Like exactly under that, the mistletoe, know, starring Jake what, Strongbow. Do you want me? To, you want you want me to? to Take a tip on that? What? They always ask you got to tip the guy when he when he cuts your shaft. So, tie my cock to the roof. I'm Listen, just saying. Let's talk about feedback from last week. Very passionate outpouring about pizza and whatnot. Um, let's start with uh, Tim Fife, who says, uh, "Love this week's episode. Never thought I would get two weeks worth of dildo talking." Um, and weed talking all in the same pod. This is why I love this podcast. LOL. Keep up the fantastic work on the pod. Thank you, Tim. Chris, the tagline for the podcast should be come for the bunkhouse, stay for 11 soft. Mm. I'm good for that. That's what she said. WWEDXECW says, I love the fact that Kevin is seeing the human side of punk. He literally snapped. We all do. We're all human. Sometimes you got to let it out. Plus, you got to, you know, at, at 42 years old, you know, I mean, Phil's tired. You know, Phil's, Phil's tired. He's beat up. Well, you were He's in the tired. ring at what, 55 or something? I was, I was, at, I was in the ring at, I, I was in the ring at 55 when he was cutting the promo on me. Uh, click, click, I can hear your knees. LOL, thought you were dead. Yeah, that motherfucker's cutting that promo on me and he sits there at 42 years old. Fucking, I guess in retrospect, when I actually like thought about it, I'm like, oh no, he didn't lose his shit. That's toxic fucking shock. He didn't pull his tampon out. He's fucking got toxic shock syndrome. I thought about that. I said, motherfucker. I said, I looked up his, I Googled him. I said, 40 fucking two. Dude didn't wrestle for 10 fucking years. It's like a fucking, it's like a 75 Eldorado with 102 miles on it. Motherfucker, don't tell me you're tired. Don't tell me you're 75. Shut the fuck up. And on top of that, all you guys at AEW, you bunch of dumb motherfuckers. You bunch of dumb motherfuckers. You're 1099s. You're, you know what that means? That means you got it, you, you were painting somebody's fucking house, and you guys got into a fight, and they told you you're all suspended. You work for wasn't yourself. It a, wasn't it after the fucking deal? You guys can't work that out. You guys are gonna. But it, I haven't heard that if they're being suspended without pay. No, they're with, as far as I know. So the so they're the fucking cop that fucking shoots shoots the guy twenty three times in the back and then internal investigation. His, yeah, it sits at his desk. That that's that's an effective way to fucking manage. What a bunch of shit. I think maybe that's why some people had questions about the uh, the the work, the validity of it, because uh, 
they were suspended with pay, so maybe it was How is Chris Daniels fucking How is Chris Daniels and fucking Pat suspended? What did they do? I was just gonna ask what Pat Buck did and, and came in with yeah, I actually heard he came in with nunchucks. They both garage edoed the fuck out of him. Well I well, I don't get it. Who threw the chair? I heard Punk's buddy. It wasn't one of them. I could see that, but I no, think they were breaking it up. I don't get imagine Pat coming in and just throwing a chair off one of the young buck's heads. I don't know. That, that whole thing is... Not- Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. So now it's got to the point where it was news today um, that they pulled those characters off the Wednesday show or whatever the fuck's going on. Yeah. I'm just like. (laughs) But this thing's out of steam already. Yeah. Regardless, it's it's out of steam, and uh, I got a little criticism. I got, I, 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 I've been watching some fucking wrestling. I watched uh, Raw, mm-hmm. and um, number one, they had a mysterious kid. You know, mm-hmm. he's turned fucking heel now, and he's fighting Edge, and. It was one of those deals. There's a there's a couple. Uh, what's 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 my my ravioli guy's name? Uh, Johnny uh, Jump, uh, the guy that filmed Gorg- it. No, the, the the restaurant I was eating at. Oh, Gargano. Yeah, Gargano. So so Gargano Gargano comes back after a nine month hiatus. We'll go here first. Comes back after a nine month hiatus, mm-hmm. and he's working with um, oh fuck, uh, Gable. And I, I, I'm throwing a flag on Gable unless fucking unless Kurt Angle said you can just do my gimmick fucking verbatim. <laughs> so, so I'm throwing a fucking flag on him. Uh oh, it's true, it's damn true. So they have a match, and uh, when 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 uh, when Brian wrestled Hangman at AEW, the first, it was like Hangman's first time that he uh, defended the belt. And Daniel worked his arm, mm-hmm. and he was so it, they went like fucking sixty minutes. Well, he worked his arm at the twenty minute point, and it was like the next thing you know, like Hangman has to use that fucking arm because that's his fucking weapon to, to go home. Mm-hmm. So Gargano fucking so they they got a pretty long match. I'd say so they probably went 23, 24 minutes. I don't know for sure. It but I mean it seemed like it was it, it was it was a, a pretty good duration. And I enjoyed them. I mean, a lot of fucking like really good chain and reversals and which I didn't 
particularly used to like, but at least it, it there's a it's a feel of uh, believability uh, at least there. Yeah, instead of the holding and, and, somebody and, and, and helping Gar- them up Gargano, to the top. And Gargano fucking can. I mean, he can. Gra- I mean, the other there was one time when uh, when when Gable fucking got him in the in the uh, the. the uh, what's the fucking that the ankle lock, and uh, he got the wrong foot, and, that, and the guy fucking gave him the Iggy, and he fucking switched around real, real quick, and got the other foot. But he so he so so, so uh, Gable starts working fucking the leg a Gargano just boom boom boom, and fucking Gargano selling the fuck out of him, and, and and Gable's fucking he's an animal man, mm-hmm. like he, he just fucking just. He just keeps picking, and, and, and now it's time. But it's not time to go home. So now, now Gargano fucking has to do the fucking the, the biggest thing I hate in life. You crawled around the ring and you couldn't get up on your fucking leg until it's time to do high spots. And motherfucking, oh, yeah. then that leg fucking miraculously heals. And then he even, when he rolled out at the end, I said, at least go back to, like, the cell of the leg here. Go back to the cell leg here. No, he doesn't. He comes down. Theory hits him with the money in the bank. Mm-hmm. So then we go into the theory um, Kevin Owen uh, uh, yeah. seg- segment. Uh, and Theory goes out, and he's like, he was Vince's chosen one. Everybody knew that. And uh, guy's got a good look, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I could see that, you know. And Kevin Owen goes down and, get, and does a great blistering uh, promo. And you know, one of the, one of the lines was, you know, like he's been in this business for I don't know how many years, Kevin. I'll just say twenty. Yeah, and he, and he's seen hundreds of guys. Like come through like him and not and not be the guy, he says. But guy, he says guys like Ming, guys like Gargano. He says we're one in a million that make it. Like you know, like, you know. And so, do you get it? Do you get it? And then theory ends up throwing up a, a, a bicep shot, and Owen smacks him in the face. So now that it's like they're they're, they're going to go. I don't know if it. I mean, I don't know anything about this theory guy, but if that that first exchange of punches, <laughs> if that's any indication of how many times he's been in a street fight, I'm going to say minus three. He's never been in a fight in his life, and Owen is trying. Uh, Owen is trying not to just own him, but they go and they and end up at, and, and, and Owen's just Owen. You know, Kevin's fucking potatoing the shit out of him, man. So they 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 finish it up. They they, they have a break. They break, they break it apart. And um, I'm thinking to myself, like, God, man, I I'm, and I could, I you know, the the camera angles are moving and shit. And I I can't see whether or not like I, it looked like Owen hit him with some a couple of stiff ones. And uh, I'm thinking, please, man, and I'm, I'm seeing theories back. I'm seeing theories back. The camera that the. the uh, Handheld comes around, and Theory's got uh, blood coming out of his nose, and blood a little bit of blood. I don't know if it's in his mouth or if it just came from his nose into his mouth. But they sh- they shot up to Owen, and Owen says, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, what was he? He says, um, "Yeah, I busted your nose. That, that, that just for starts, you bitch." And I was just like, 
ah, like that's. And when it, when when you look back at it, it's just like it told a double story. It told the story that was written, but then it also told the story that Kevin cut in the promo, which is you need to look in the mirror because you're not all that, and he mm. ain't. He he don't. It doesn't look like he can fight. <clears throat> so then we go to the main event. Well, hold on. Before you get off that, I just want to, okay. I want to touch something. You're exchange. Okay, you're you're Kevin Owens. No, you're you, and you're exchanging with somebody. Okay, and they're they're soft. They're showing light, and you're supposed to be taking these and returning. Do you go a little stiff to let him know? I you, you got to amp this up. If you can't throw a punch, and and I think it looks like shit, right? I'm cut. I, that's why I, I always cut you off of that big knee, and then I, I would waffle you, waffle you, waffle you, and get you to a corner to where I could do something, and then turn you around because a lot of guys just need that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of guys have have even in the indie circuits are used to getting a guy in the corner. And, you know, going up on one rope and one, two, whatever they had. But there's more of a, a, a there's more of a, comfort, a, a like a, a comfort spot of you having that guy with his back into the turnbuckle and you measuring and throwing punches mm-hmm. as a, a, opposed to what I call a hockey fight. And which I hate because if you throw four or five punches and you're a grown man, Man, if, if if and the other guy throws four or five and you hit each other in the face, that's where I'm going to with this last segment. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're gonna get some 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 uh, 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 you're gonna get an egg in your ear. I mean you're gonna you're gonna bust you're gonna bust the guy up. Yeah, and um, that's what happened. In, and but it was funny because Edge in the last match he he, he gets uh, Dominique and he uh, ties him up in the ropes. So he's you know the the, the crucified the crucified uh, gimmick you know where you're tied up in the ropes mm-hmm. and Edge throws like two or three I mean Edge started the match off he threw like th- two or three like punches on the move that were just I mean look like they look like they they didn't land but I mean just because I, I stopped it and watched it back and it was just like man just yeah he's he's been around for a long time yeah, there's of reasons he's there's reasons he's he's in the Hall of Fame. He's he's really good, and he's so good that he has uh, Dominique in the ropes, and he throws he throws like two or three punches uh, in Dominique's face, and realizes like if this was a shoot, I'd bust him open. Yeah, and so he changes it to smacks. He changes it to smacks, like, and I could see him register. I could see his brain register that, like. Now I can't continue to do this. I'm thinking to myself, like, why wouldn't the referee at that point, like, why doesn't he jump in there? Well, that's a good point. And uh, this comes down to what I was going to ask you before about training. You were talking about, um, you were talking about telling the story and the leg, right? And, you know, you're, you're selling your leg for 25 minutes. The 26th minute can't see you bound up three turnbuckles and propel yourself off into the air because it's counter to everything you've established. This is, this is a, it should be a wrestling school thing. Isn't it a, 
like you've worked in the ring more than six months thing, too. There were veterans in the locker room. There were trainers there, producers there. Is this not something that would be stressed? Nobody would pull someone aside? Or is it just still all about the visual dynamics of the circus-come-wrestling ring? I know that, you know, I... I it was. It's funny. This this T-shirt's got like a weird neck back on here. Does anybody else see this? Yeah, right. What, what, no. What are you doing there? Oh, it's like the. I don't know, man. I mean, actually, it's it's the opposite way because I'm looking at it. Yeah, you got it's like it, it's like stuck on my. Off, was it off center? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> you got a little of the Gaylord Perry under there. Maybe it's sticking. No, I, I trained back today, so my fucking. I, my back's all jacked, so I just pull it a material, brother. Um, no, it's. I, I think one of the things, and I, I don't know what the schedule is now, but you know, it's. It was such a different um, atmosphere or such a different situation when we worked, especially in, in the WWF. Now E, but when it was the WWF, you know, when when like when Brett was champ and. Uh, in like '93 and and that era, where you would go on the road and say I would work sixty matches against Double J before we would, because you know you only had five pay per views, so you didn't touch on a pay per view for you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like... By the time somebody saw you have a TV match with somebody, you had already worked every kink possible mm-hmm. out. So, see, that's – I don't know if these guys have touched before. I doubt they have because Gargano has been gone for nine months. So I doubt that these two guys have touched. So they're in the back putting this thing together. They're both pros. And it's like you can't – you're gonna get a go home. When the referee says, you know, you say he'll, you sit in the back, and, and it's just like you know, referee will come up. You say, "What do you guys want? You know, what do you guys want for a cue?" And say, "You know, give us fucking, give us a, 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 a three minute go home, because mm-hmm. that's how long it's gonna take us to, to 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 take it to the finish." So, um, and I I know this is probably news to some of you out there, but this. This shit's timed because there's commercials and all kind of stuff. It's a kind of complex little deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not like MMA where you just, you know, beat the hell out of the guy. And just, I'd, I'd love to, for them to have to, you know. I'd like them to just – I was thinking about that, too. It's just like how 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 much easier would it be if uh, professional wrestling was in the MMA – like you had a, a five-minute, uh, um, you know – like a five minute, uh, like a round system. Yeah, because like imagine, imagine how, how how MMA would be if you just rang the bell and it went. 
until somebody won or to somebody lost. And the same in pro boxing. To the death. No fucking – can you imagine pro boxing, those heavyweights? Those guys by, the, by like 240 in the first round you know, are, are, are ready for oxygen. Mm-hmm. So I used to always like when uh, Ali would stand. Yeah, he'd stand. In the corner. Between, yeah, yeah, he'd stand between rounds. Yeah, see, was it, some guys used to do that. Yeah, so who else? Foreman, Foreman did it because I think he was just he was so big. He was making big. a point. That's when he came back, though, right? Didn't he do that when he well, came back? I just back? think he was so big just getting up and down. He was like, man, I enjoy this shit. <laughs> but, no, but it was actually, again, you know, I mean, it just I'm just pointing some things out. But, I mean, it's just, like I said, I don't know if, if, uh, if those two guys have ever touched before. Now, if you haven't ever touched before, then it's. You still have to. It's still there's still no excuse for, um, unless you're doing Monty Python and you're just merely a flesh wound, you know. But yeah, uh, if it's supposed to be a believable leg injury, I would imagine that there's somebody backstage in the locker room to pull someone aside and say, "Good match, but listen, you know, if you're going to invest all this time in the story of the leg, you got to finish with it." You know, yeah, because you can work. You can work. Yeah, the, oh, you, you can know. work a different body part. You know, you could work it. You, you could you could work work the arm, and when that doesn't work, then go you know and, and do something where he misses it and he injures his leg, which makes you smell blood and go after the leg, which is closer to the finish, and then that work that you put in, you know. But then you almost have to come out of that with a small package or something, and you know. That's the, what I was exactly thinking. That you know, everyone knows the finisher's coming from the top, but the butt can't get up, falls right. down, grabs him, rolls him up. That's what me and Brett did with that match that uh, when I lost the title. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't get by beating Brett to the point where he couldn't take it. But he, you know, he basically played possum, then gave me the this actually a large package. So, word from our sponsor, Better Help, guys. Uh, job changes, uh, leaving a problematic relationship, youngsters having difficulty with friends, school. Kids are going back to school, starting high school, starting middle school. People can get lost in their problems and really fail to see a road to a solution. And um, the folks at BetterHelp can help you find a road to that solution. It is 2022, folks. So the face of everything is changing and the face of mental health and the help and strategies you can have for that is changing too. Online help from betterhelp.com. Listen, it can be tough to train your brain to go into that problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge and you just get lost in the mire, in the difficulty of the problem. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Um, Listen, I, I'll tell you personally, I've gone to therapy with loved ones, okay? And I'm a huge advocate for it. Having someone to listen to you, to objectively offer strategies is just so valuable. I think so. sometimes you find the answers just hearing yourself talk. You're talking through the problems. And in doing that, you may be finding some of the solutions yourself. Kev, do you agree that sometimes just reaching out and having somebody to talk to at any point in time is just such yeah, a viable I mean, I, solution. I think that's one of the biggest problems we have is, and especially now that we've become so, um, 
everybody's just on their phones 24-7, and people, just the, just the social uh, interaction that we had when we were younger is, is, is non-present. That gives, you know, like we used to have, you know, one or two of your buddies that were, you know, with you all the time, and you would, you know, because you, you couldn't be on, you know, texting and all these things. You're just not going to text that you have a problem. You're not going to talk. You know, but if you're in person with somebody and you're spending time with somebody, there's a good chance you're going to say, man, leave down. Or, or, they, or they're going to be able to read your body language and, you know, say, like, hey, man, you seem down. What's, what's up? And yeah, I that, think that that's, you know, I think that's, that's missing. So, I mean, so you have to, as, as, as an individual, you have to, you know, if you're, if you're having a harder time getting up every day, if you're just not driven, if you're just... I mean, you know, man, like something, something's going on, and you're going to have to address it. And and what better way if you, you know, than if you if you don't have, uh, don't want to bring it up to a support group that that's in your life, or don't have a support group that's in your life, then you've got to go outside and 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 talk to a professional, and and hopefully, you know, you know, get it clear, get your get your mic, get back on track. Yeah, and you know, laying out those problems and. and sifting through them with a professional it eases the anxiety and the depression that can come with it too and that isolationism you're talking about with everybody mm. especially after covid too and then everybody kind of in this phone uh generation where we're um we're really it's so easy to just cut off from everybody and I, I listen i've seen it firsthand and, and therapy does work get yourself back that's what it's all about right get yourself back they're in there waiting for you somewhere man you know don't go it alone get yourself back um, if you're thinking of therapy, um, give it a try. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. Get matched with a the therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. Um, so when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash click, K-L-I-Q today and you'll get 10% off your first month that's better help com slash click thank you very much better help for being a part of this and that's what it's all about so nwo for life says thanks for the shout out guys for christ's sakes though it was the western states heritage title that makes it even funnier being in long island Another hokey thing they did was fuck up. I didn't know this. Fuck up the time of the show. Show started before the actual time on the tickets. I researched this. Here's the deal. The card was advertised as a 7 p.m. start. Many of the tickets listed 8 p.m. on the ticket. You imagine this is a pay-per-view. Advertised as a 7 o'clock start. The tickets all say 8. And on top of that, the show actually started in the ring at 635. The show ended at 9. People showed up at 8. The show went off the air at 9, which means anyone who showed up at 8 o'clock only got to see what, an hour uh, an hour of action. Unbelievable. And they wonder what they drew. <laughs> they wonder why they drew 6,000 people. They probably had 11,000 there by the time the night was over. They just, say, the early, early count was 6. They just wanted that. Ah, six. If they just left the doors open by 11 p.m., they probably would have sold the joint out. The boss, y'all forgot one of the wildest front men ever, Phil Anselmo, best front man in uh, for We said the boss. We said, oh. Oh, no. Uh, no, the boss is the person who wrote in. Uh, oh, okay. They were saying Phil Anselmo of uh, Pantera and Jonathan Davis of Corn and Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit. 
even though we know he's a douche, is what he says. A lot of people we could have put on that. I'm sure we left people off. Yeah. It, it, Top it, of it, our head kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing was, too, like somebody said, well, it was just, it was, um, front men doesn't, doesn't you know, take the women out. But I'm like, yeah, but we were just, like, when we had the conversation, it wasn't, it, it, it's not like we sit here, we're having a conversation. We're at a bar. Mm-hmm. It's not like we have 45 days that we put this thing together where we're, you know, some weeks it feels like that, though. <laughs> no, there were women we could have put on. Debbie, Harry, Blondie. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could actually. I would have put Pat Benatar in there. I mean, there's a lot of women, I, you know. Who was the one Tristan gave us from? Um... Delora who? Dolores Rude. Okay, right. She's from the Cranberries. She we passed. Was, who's somebody that, else, too. Who's, the, who's, a who's the girl, one. T, that, the dark-headed girl that sings like? Is, what is it? Uh, she's a she's 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 a kind of a she's she, she's pretty and she she's she seems like she sounds like you know like a like everybody else does that sings that style but then she oh okay never that's mind. the one we got props for that's the one we got props for from, from people. yeah because we because we say yeah we yeah, 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 okay yeah because we've we I remember the first time I saw her, it was almost disturbing. Max Randall says, Sean Oliver's a man of culture, New Jersey native, talking about grandma pies. and now he has good taste. Absolutely, grandma pies. Square pizzas, Kev. That brings us to John G. Square is 100% Detroit style. Come on, Kev. Buddies is a Detroit landmark. Buddies, Louis, Cloverleaf, uh, Via 313 in Austin has done a great job at replicating Buddies. Go ahead. Okay. So... You can't have if, if if three places and and you have to realize when I grew up, Detroit was the fifth largest city in the country, okay, which I believe that, like maybe Houston is now. I don't know, but uh, for years it was Philadelphia, but I think Houston. I mean, Houston might be fourth now, mm-hmm. but if four restaurants. In a city that size, service square pizza. That's not, Detroit, that's not Detroit pizza. That's those four people's pizza. Little Caesars is who you called, who came to your house with the little plastic little Caesar on the top with the pizza through the spear. He's a guy that came to your house. Woody's didn't come to your house. Lindo's, fucking Tommy John's, all these little hole-in-the-wall bars. I wouldn't go to Six Mile to get a pizza to save my life. Okay? Period. I'm going to walk up to the the end of Manning Drive and get my two cheese pizzas for five bucks, and that's just it. So when I was in college, I think it was up to $9.99, but when you were a younger man, five bucks. I well, I ch- I checked. I googled. They 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 no longer went for five dollars, and I, I want to think it was ninety seven or ninety eight. So two years into our NWO run, that's when there's no longer five dollar pizzas. Boy, I tell you what. So then I check. When did Little Caesars 
make its first square pizza and consider it Detroit style. 2013, the Tesla was made in 2008. So, fuck, are you kidding me? It's like, no, no, that's Little Caesar's Pizza is, is, that's it. It's a round pizza. Like, I remember when I used to go out to my aunt's house, and she had the, uh, she lived out towards the airport in Romulus. And, um, they had a, in a, in a shopping mall, I want to think it was, God, it was on Eureka and something. They had a Hungry Howie's and they had round pizzas, but they did that thing where they cut it like it's a square pizza. Mm-hmm. So, like, the pieces in the middle are square and it's like, Oh, they cut it yeah. uh, crosswise instead yeah. of into not triangular like, not like slices. It's a, yeah. Not like it's a pie. So that, yeah, that I remember every time we'd get that, I'd be like, "Oh, this is because you can't fold it. What yeah. do you do with? You get a square like this of pizza. What do you do with that? It's like romper room. Nowhere to hold it, even. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. be a mess. No, it's, and then and then, and then the, the the ones on the end are it's 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 just bogus. But I, I saw somebody saying something about Hungry Howie's on one of the things. I'm like, Hungry Howie's was like, it was like ghetto shit pizza. Like, nobody ate that garbage. Was that a chain? Yeah. Oh, all right. It was probably 11. The only chains we have out here are, well, I guess now, I guess now we, we have some more. But I go down Florida. There's all this shit I never heard of. Uh, Marco's and... Really, the only ones, yeah, but that, yeah, but that, it's like Papa John, uh, Domino's, Little Caesars. I mean, the ones that, uh, Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut. I mean, those, those are the ones that, these little, uh, I remember when I got on the east side of Detroit, there was a, a Dino's Pizza when I was a kid. They were out for probably, I don't know, eight years. Yeah, uh, you know they, they they didn't make it. They, they, they couldn't do it. They couldn't move a little little Caesar. So, mm. um, creature feature John Campbell says, uh, "Hey Sean, would it be possible to get that franchise Shane Douglas workout you were talking about on the Click This podcast? I greatly appreciate it, as I've always been a fan of Shane's, and as a gym rat, I admired his physique back in ECW. So I brought up, I found the email from twenty like." 2013, I think it was. You're big, like some kind of a pack rat or what? Email, an email rat? It sits in the file, bro. It sits in the digital file. You'll get there. You'll you'll, you'll learn email eventually. Um, Now, this worked, I have to say, for me. And and I'm not a personal trainer. I mean, Shane's a professional wrestler, so I went to somebody whose physique I admired and thought it was probably somewhat natural. How, how How much did you admire it? Okay, so you tell me what you think of this. This worked for me. This is uh, there's probably new supplements and stuff that you can do, but this this worked for me. He wrote me back and said, uh, "Being a lean guy, should I do it a little a little Shane? Like uh, being a lean guy uh, to start is a huge advantage for you. Uh, most forty plus guys have to focus on lipos lipos first or fat burning." That's tougher the older you get, uh, because to do it effectively, you have to get your heart rate up into the burn range, and that's not easy with tight schedules. Um, so thank your stars that you have that to begin. I would suggest you go to a high rep, lower weight regimen. This means use a moderately heavy weight, but not killing yourself. We aren't pursuing records anymore.
anymore, just pursuing good health. So I'd stick with a weight that is 50 to 60% range of your max. Do that for 12 to 15 reps per set with very minimal time between sets. Let's say 90 to 120 seconds. I'd still hit each body part two times a week, but do... um, differing exercises for each part at each workout. You can find a ton of different movements in mags like muscle, blah, 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 blah. Um, Vary your workouts to shock the muscle and deny any familiarity to your movements by alternating your movements, say an A and B regiment each week. Your muscles would get used to the movements. This simulates muscle growth. Also, I'd still hit, this stimulates, I'd still hit At least three days of cardio each week. This will ensure you keep your metabolism up as you begin to gain weight. This should ensure maximum muscle gain and not fat. As for SUPS, I'm a firm believer in creatine. Do not do the load phase they advise on the bottle. That merely ensures you'll have expensively yellow piss. Do the recommended dose after the load phase, and your serum levels will go to where you need them also. As you do the creatine, make sure you drink lots of water to keep your kidneys and liver clear. Kidney um, uh, uh, creatine is crystalline in structure and as such can make microscopic cuts or tears in your filtering organs like the liver and kidneys. Drinking lots of H2O will safeguard against this. It also helps to take it with a high sugar juice as the sugar helps shuttle it to your cells for metabolization. The other supplement I like is the NO2 formula. There are a lot of brands on the market. Uh, Twin Labs makes a line. So how are we so far? Is he hitting the nail on the head? This worked for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, to me, though, like, he said... um like to get to fat burning shit, man. It's so it, that's so low of a of a cardio. Like to me, like when I want to burn fat, I I get on the treadmill and I just walk maybe four miles an hour at, at a three or four incline. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just I, I don't want my to, to me like the one thing you don't want to do is uh, any high intensity cardio. You want to if you want to burn fat, you've got to you know you've got to you got to put time in. I mean, that's, you know, Ronnie Coleman used to do like, you know, hour and a half, you know, twice a day on the treadmill. Mm. But that's not because the last thing you want to do is you don't want to break down muscle tissue. You don't he want goes, to break, you don't want to bring up your cortisol levels. Okay. He goes on to uh, tap. The, uh, the only other uh, thing is testosterone. Is, is, is you, were, you, you, were, you were saying about, you know, shock the muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always like, thought that was just important as as peter gabriel once said it was a shock the monkey right you could sing shock the muscles for us right now for your weekly uh, song if you want to jump in with that shock the monkey how about testosterone do you take test do i yeah yes i take i take uh, testosterone replacement therapy i take 220 milligrams uh, I'm supposed to every seven days, but man, I got to give myself my own shot. So it's, it's probably close to every 10. Because mm. like drill, drilling a fucking 23 and a half gauge needle in your ass is just not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> These are over the counter supplements now? No, God, you, no. This is, this is, lo- this is longevity. This is a, no, none of that fucking. That, t- that over the counter testosterone is not legit? That, no. Right. If you can buy. It's like it's like fucking it's like going to some uh, you know. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Middle Eastern gas station getting and, and buying hash. They don't, they're not selling you hash, okay? <laughs> it, it ain't going down. It's some garbage or two, you know. Ka- kashish. Yeah, whatever. Kashish. <laughs> That's the guy's name that runs the yeah. joint. No, it's just, fuck, it's, 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 and the thing is, guys always say, you know, ah, yeah, I don't want to take roids, you know. One thing, I, I want to get all big. I've been lifting weights for 51 years. I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I never was gigantic. I didn't get too big. Like, and I busted my ass. Don't worry. Your body doesn't want you to get big. Your body will... Most people, if you're 40 years old and you're just now jumping on the gravy train, that means you're a lazy fuck anyway. Okay? Yeah, you're lazy. So I think I turned 40 and I sent him that email. Said it's time to work out. Haven't worked out since high school. (laughs) Tell you about square pizza, though, like a motherfucker I could. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's just... How, how do you treat your body? Like you got, like you got to get. I don't know. I wouldn't want a fucking derby. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. I mean, if you're gonna manscape to get that extra inch, the last thing you want to do is have some blubber down there covering up your hog. Says Ron Jeremy. So yeah, but he was a fucking. He was a, he was the hedgehog. He was the fucking hedgehog, he dude. Was, he he, he, he I, if he would have fucking manscaped, that motherfucker would have had to have like the an, an actual like landscaping crew come out. If he shaved, he when he got a hard on, he'd look like the letter Q. Remember, I remember one time man, we, were, we were we were kids and somebody had a it was a VHS of him. It was like a. Some guy was with some girl in a in a uh, like a warehouse, and Ron Jeremy like they started getting it on, and Ron Jeremy was watching, and he like you know like he had blown himself yeah, in the video. He did the, uh, he did the Lanny Poffo, yeah, right there. Well, I've never, I've, I've, I, 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 I did, I did witness Mr. Jeremy, and then what, this is this is a great story. So. Scott and I are. There's some strip joint that's, that's on uh, uh, south by the airport, and Scott and I have like like a couple of hours before we we got to actually like you know be towards the airport. So Scott goes, go in there and have a beer and see what the town looks like. So we walk in, and on the paid telephone is Ron Jeremy. Mm. And Scott, I mean, Scott loses it. And Scott he fan, says, he fanboys? No, no, he just loses. Scott busts out laughing. He oh. goes, he goes, Kev, he goes, let's just go to the airport. It's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> and we turned and walked. He left? Left. Scott just said, he, Scott busts out laughing. He goes, it ain't going to get any better than this. Like, we just saw the hedgehog and the paid telephone. In the, in the like, it, it's like a little lobby area. Like you open the glass door, look like they took a, a Denny's and made it into a strip joint. 
fucking horrifying. Like where the cigarette machines would be in that little yeah, exactly. alcove. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that where you where you put the the, the claw, you pick up the stuffed animal. I mean, the, you, you pick up a a, a manscape brush before you go in. Pick up you know, a fucking pick up a dildo from the Bills game. Just throw it. <laughs> you, you know, want to know what's funny? I met, I met Ron a couple of times. One of the times I met him was at a strip club in uh, in uh, in South Jersey called uh, Fantasies, and uh, Ron was there and he was uh, he was selling cigars. He had a line of cigars and he um, he did stand up comedy that night and he was not very good. Ron's in a little trouble now, as we all know. He was uh, I had a solo podcast at the time and he was actually on the week before he went away and. Um, I'm not familiar. What what did he do? Well, rape. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So he's uh, a few women have come come forward and uh, and had accused him of uh, of, uh, forcibly uh, uh, raping. I guess would be the word. Uh, No, no way to make that polite. So uh, that's that's that's. I I didn't. I don't know the circumstances of the story. How it happened. I think somebody that's a rapist is is. is, I mean, that's as low. That's as low as a human can be. If you rape somebody, it's like, if you're a murderer, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I do, though. I get it. But if you're a murderer, I mean, you could just, you could lose your shit and kill somebody. I was going to say, hasn't every person come to that precipice of uh, wanting to put well, their that, hands around I, someone's I think throat? That's, I think that was the fucking whole thing with O.J., Every guy on earth said, man, I've ever caught my old lady. If I could do it, I'd cut, cut her head off. Well, OJ said, okay, yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. Mm. Hey, hey, Al, you doing anything tonight? <laughs> Gas up the Bronco, bro. <laughs> AC. Too soon? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The um, as, as Steve or Dominic find, find the charges for Ron Jeremy, so I didn't uh, uh, incorrectly uh, uh, say what he got sent up for there. Let's just throw human trafficking in there before we hear it. <laughs> Let's just throw it in. It's, it seems it seems like a, 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 the newest thing, you know. It's you know it's it's kind of sexy to say human trafficking. Yeah. Um, Monday Night Football returned, and uh, you know Raw's ratings dipped. And so it was all. It was in all the stories, you know, all the websites that carry those ratings. How much uh, did they? How much did they do? Well, it was down seventeen percent. So the the Monday Night Football two raw rating was a five point four nine Monday Night Football a zero point four four raw. So I wanted to bring up a a table that compared historically Monday Night Football and raw. So I have this, um, and it, it, there's there are a few interesting trends. Oh, boy, you make we, that a little bit zoom, smaller. Can we zoom on that at all? Oh, fuck. You could, that could, that, that could be in fucking Mandarin, and I could be. <laughs> those of you listening yeah. and not watching, we got a like a bra- it looked like Braille from where we were. So uh, ninety eight, ninety nine. These are the years that I correctly predicted would have the smallest spread. Like let's look at I jotted a few dates down here. So let's look at um, October eleventh, ninety nine, ten eleven ninety nine, a six point five to a ten point four. So that's four points only. You look at later on. Yeah, but on, God, it's the Jaguars. Oof. And Jets. 
Uh, 1129.99. This was this was Packers and 49ers, although at the time they were uh, they were in decline. Raw, so raw, raw, raw is love. Any any correlation with the Packers? Uh, doubtful. Dude, love. I'm guessing six point five. At to a thirteen, so that's that's six point five. Is that, is that measured from the crack of your ass? That's from the crack. Okay, look at the fucking numbers you guys were doing. It's just amazing. So what starts to happen then? Look at look at the last one. Look at the forty nine ers Yeah, look at that. Six point five to a, a ten. Three point five spread. Now also bear in mind this is when Monday Night Football is on network. They didn't even move to cable yet. This and is there, Channel there's, 7. There's no Thursday night game either. No. 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 Not, they, not in these years. No. This is when they started they, they started to think, like, we may have to, you know, this this wrestling continues to. Now, this starts to slip a little. Go down to, like, uh, I don't know, I guess two, 2001. Now, now the, yeah. Uh, that's right the, yeah. That's when I started making movies. So that, of course, that's, that's, that's you know, nobody's going to exactly. watch Exactly. No Nash. So, <laughs> I was tired. I was so, tired. So the spreads start to become like eight and nine points now. I was 44. I was tired. But, so, But that was the Come golden age. my quad. Man. That was the golden age for 89, 90, 2000. That was the, you were talking three, four point spread. Some weeks, there's some that are bigger, obviously, but um, the uh, the numbers were remarkable. For all you old school guys out there, you remember it well. All right, it is time for the stiff one of the week. Okay, and um, we are we are going. You know, football season's back, and uh, as we were just mentioning, uh, Monday night football. Now, guys, you're going to be up later now. Okay, you're going to be watching uh, Thursday, maybe. Uh, uh, Sunday nights go late again. Monday nights go late. When you hit the sack after a game, if your partner's good to go, you might want to do something to guarantee that you are too. All right, and that's where Blue Chew comes into your life. Guys, it's all just about that extra little confidence, knowing that you will answer the call when tapped. Blue Chew is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Take them anytime, day or night. Uh, you can plan ahead. Be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Just go to bluechew.com, sign up, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all online, baby. Talk to someone online, you get your script. Um, and then it is delivered to you, okay, discreetly, made in the USA. With Blue Chew, men everywhere are ready to go after the game. Not too tired, not too many cocktails, ready to go. Um, if you feel that you could benefit from such confidence, Kevin has ensured that you can try this for free, okay? So you can use the promo code NASH at checkout. Just pay $5 so they can ship it to you. That's bluechew.com, promo code NASH, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information, and we thank Blue Chew for getting on board with us. So 
Stiff one of the week brings us to uh, your friend, Scott Hall. And uh, uh, this was one, uh, one, on one of our shows. Uh, it was on a U shoot. And um, about Vince McMahon in a meeting talking about his first homosexual experience. You were there too, Kev. Let's see. I remember when Vince called me in. you got to remember this is a whole different era. They we're not allowed to fight on the floor. You don't hit guys with chairs, nothing. It's all, and they're real big on family entertainment. And so Vince calls me in, and, you know, they're doing the Goldust angle, and he goes, we're going to do this Goldust angle. You know, we're going to do this thing with you. And he goes, you know, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be in love with you. And I remember thinking, thinking like, what? Like, I just went through a long angle with Sean, and I worked with Kev, who's like a big killer. And then, like, I'm thinking... And he goes, let me tell you about my first homosexual experience. And I remember sitting, me and Kevin both sitting in Vince's office at TV. And my, I looked at Kevin, my first thought was, as opposed to your most recent, <laughs> like you and Warrior on a bearskin rug. But, <laughs> sorry, Vince. But uh, I remember, you know, he was telling me about it. And, and, and what the hell did he tell you about? No, he, he was telling me about when he was living in North Carolina. He said, was hitchhiking one time. And, see, I, and I don't know anything about Vince's past, but I'm thinking, hitchhiking from where? The pool to the country club? Like, what? <laughs> and he said some guy picked him up and was, like, rubbing his hand on his leg. And I'm thinking, okay, now you're telling me, well, what does this have to do with wrestling? But I remember being a little resistant to it Terry because Garvin, <laughs> I remember being really resistant to it because that wasn't Tremendous. the way we were doing business then. Now, it was great, and it did a lot, you know, they put a lot of time in it, you know, and everything. And I just, I don't know. It was, if you look at the early Gold Dust stuff, it was really. Do you remember it, Kev? Do you remember the meeting? Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Scott, Scott and I have, had, have uh, rehashed that conversation numerous times. Yeah. Got to got a the bearskin rug it, reference. Uh, it's just, I, I swear, it's, you've, I was so blessed to, to spend like 33 years of my life with that human being. I mean, it's just like, oh, I didn't know what, because I don't know what, what you're going to pull up. So, I mean, to me, that was, that's, oh, uh, and then it was like later on, like, so like the, the angle goes a little bit forward and um, Scott's sitting there with, with, with his son, you know, Code and him and Cody are watching it and like Goldust unzips his, his outfit pulls it over and there's a heart that crosses this razor mm-hmm. <laughs> and Scott's got to explain to his son why this freaks <laughs> got a heart <laughs> uh, how old's Cody at the time God, maybe maybe 10 11 that's great en- en- enough to scar you yeah Scott on this uh, at this shoot was it was typical Scott. The interview was great, and that's all I care about. I, you could be difficult to me as long as what goes out to the audience is. is this fine. the one where he told you that the envelope was a little light. A little light. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even my deal. I didn't know what he was talking about. And then he wanted to go have sushi. The, the slate comes in. It's I'm like this, right? We're ready to go. It's like okay, marker. Can we speed this up? There's some people waiting for me with sushi downstairs. <laughs> what the fuck? Whatever. So, but there was another time when um, you were being um, 
Kevin's a notorious prima donna. So he was in his uh, Patti LaBelle phase, and he calls me complaining that too many people are driving him. I, I, it wasn't even my deal. I didn't bring him in. I was going to work with him one of the nights. Uh, uh, we were going to shoot a show. And uh, he called me. You're like, got one guy picked me up at the airport. I got another guy drives me to this signing. And another guy's going to drive me to you? I need some consistency. So I said, okay, I got it. Okay. That's okay, a prima Patty. donna. Okay, that's a Patty. prima donna. That's a, that's a prima donna because I drive every fucking mile of my life, and I've got people that shouldn't even have a license driving my rich fucking ass around. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck that. Right. Rich ass doesn't make you look like a prima donna. I, I, I use that phrase. But anyway, listen. Oh, what? Hold on. It's not the point it, of the story. It is the point of the story. You're calling me fucking Patty LaBelle. I don't even know. Is Patty LaBelle? I don't know. Have you ever met Patty LaBelle? Is she she's really a diva? A she's a diva. She's a diva. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, so I, so I said, Kevin. And you're a Jersey guy. Okay. Let's go. I'm going to come get you. I'm going to drive. You were an hour and a half away. I said, I'm going to come get you. Don't worry about and, it. And what'd you come pick me up in? A car. A BMW. No. Yes. It was a Benz. <laughs> or a Benz. I guess I said, you, you picked me up in a fucking, a, a, a proper gentleman's car. Ah, was a, of course. It was the first car that weekend that actually was, was built in this country, you know? And what, I, and what I send you back to the airport in? I got your town car. Yeah. Because I treat you right. So, so I, I don't see what the argument is. The argument should be... The jack-offs that, that, that treated me like – that's why people all the time, they say, you know, you'll come in and, and I'll be like, no, you'll get me car service because I don't, you know, don't want to drive in your wife's Hyundai, you know, that she hasn't cleaned in six years. Like, that's not being a diva. That's being fucking OCD. But can the D stand for diva in it? Oh, no. Okay. It can stand for, I'm not going to, I can't stand, I can't touch change. If I get in your car and there's change all over, you, it might, you might as well be, you might as well fucking tape, hit me with a taser, tape me up and sodomize me the entire fucking trip. Like it's, it's brutal. Well, Listen. Sometimes you're brought in by, you know, not the most uh, professional not, outfits in the world. Well, not that's why that not anymore. Right. Well, this was some time ago. Anyway, I got to get yeah. to the story. So yeah. I say, Kevin, don't worry about it. I'll handle your trans for the rest of the weekend. I'm going to come get you, and I'm going to I'm going to get you back to LaGuardia the right way. So I come down. You're doing some signing, which is going too long, and. Um, and Scott's there. The whole point was Scott. So Scott's there. He's, he's signing with you. You're sitting next to each other. So you were upset. So I came in. I went right to you. And I guess I walked by Scott, naturally. I went to you to say, are you all right? You know, we're going you know, to hit the road. Scott goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, nothing? No hello? Nothing? So I just thought that was classic, Scott. I'm coming here to handle a crisis with Kevin, and he's going to take issue that you were spoken to before him. It was great. But it wasn't that the same deal that some guy tried to 
do some shit back ass to you and we had to put him in place? Or was that a different well, one? All right. So maybe I had some ulterior motives for coming down and picking you up. Yeah. But. So 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 this so he's gonna call me a fucking diva when he basically wants to use me for muscle. What a fuck! That's just, this is this guy's shit. No, right? no. You don't uh, remember what I did? No. Listen, you and Scott were gonna open the show with an NWO promo, <laughs> and I took you and drove you back before the show started, so the guy wouldn't have you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we. Yeah, we well. Yes, in other words, we're we're the divas, but 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 Sean Oliver can't wait till this guy gets what he wants out of us. No, no, he he <coughs> tried to fuck me on a deal. That's it. He you, did. You go down. You go down when that happens. He he did try to fuck you. All I had to say to you was, I said, Kev, you've been signing a long time, huh? And you're like, told me I was done at eight. It's eight twenty. I was like, I think you gave him the twenty minute promo right here in the form of autographs. Are you ready? Yeah. Boom. We were gone. <laughs> I don't never know. I never found out what happened. Scott walked to the was, ring, and you weren't there. Did he even know we that, left? That was such a diva. That's what a diva move of me. As as I'm coerced by you to do it, the other guys not okay. Oh, he is a diva. He 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 no showed his 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 promo. Florida man or Jersey guy brings us to Florida man or Jersey guy. Um, two headlines. If, it, if the if the Jersey guy's a lying motherfucker like you, I'll just say yeah. Jersey I guy. never lie. <laughs> I'm honest to a fault. All right. When someone's a diva, I call him a diva. I'm honest to a fault. Of course, I have the safety of, of uh, doing this over the computer. You're not next to me. All right. One headline from uh, someone in Jersey, one from someone in Florida, and you're going to tell me who the Florida man in Jersey guy is. You have a very good record in this, um, I, I must say. All right. First headline. Well, this is a female, so it would be a... Florida chick or, or Jersey chick. Barefoot drunk woman karate kicks the cops again. And the other headline. Man gets tired of waiting at hospital, steals ambulance, drives home. One is Jersey. Both, one is pretty, both pretty generic moves. I just I see the I see the the roundhouse kick coming off of a a porch of a mobile home somewhere in Kissimmee. So I'm gonna go the karate chick. Dude steals the ambulance jersey guy. Okay. Good guess, but it is opposite. Ah we have the uh my, my streak has been broken. We have a young woman uh, getting arrested for the third time. Uh, her name was, let's see her here, Franklin, New Jersey. Gets a call about a 44-year-old woman named uh, Sheila Celatano. She was driving drunk and barefoot when the cops tried to arrest her. She ran away, then, quote, karate kicked both of them in the chest. Uh, she was so drunk they called an ambulance. Sheila kicked the EMT in the stomach as well. Good. And then uh, let's see. The ambulance was. She's a badass. What part? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh we've all dated ones like that. that. There that, he is. Look at him. Uh, Senator Cruz. There, a little bit, right? He does have a little of the Cruz. If you cleaned him up. That's how he looked when he was a Donald Cacoon after a couple of drinks. He, uh, let's see. Who is this? This is. Uh... A patient lost his patience and stole an ambulance, according to the Lake County Sheriff's Office. Investigators said this all went down Tuesday night at the Villages Hospital in the Villages. The Villages highest, for England that doesn't high, know. 
highest highest uh, uh, per capita of sexually transmitted disease in the world. So this is like a retirement community, right? That everyone yeah. went down. And they have it's like a it, they have like sw- like these eighty year old swingers and shit, right? It's, oh, it's, it's we were going to do a show called The Villages, um, and Reed Carroll was um, who who wrote the ma- the ma- the Magic Mics, all of them, yeah, and, and Dog, um, and I was going to be like the guy that was just in. You know, like the 55 and over, and I was the 57-year-old. Like, I was like the American gigolo of the place, you know. That with would my, have been... With, with my, with my pocket full of blue chews. That would have been great. Manscaped up. That. It, it never, it never, uh, it never shot, or you just weren't in it? No, we, no, we didn't, we didn't, it, it never came to fruition. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, I, actually, yeah, because Chan, Chan went through some things in his personal life, and it, you know... Everything was kind of put Tatum was going to be in it too. No, oh, I think you said no. Channing went through. Yeah, no, I mean they, they were going to executive produce it. Together. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, it uh, there is a documentary though about the villages. I forget what it's called, but if you search it out, you'll find it about uh, what a an odd insular world it is down there. Only in Florida could you do some shit like that. You know, and, ge- I- and guess how they vote down in the villages. Oh, I'm going to say overwhelmingly red would be my guess. You because know, you, know, you know you know why you know why they vote red. Uh, okay, when you, when you have when you have a a, a a a Republican who's a billionaire, okay, <laughs> he's a billionaire mm-hmm. now. Now he's the ex-president, mm-hmm. but you get a guy that did, I mean, a knockout job. Nobody can say he did anything wrong while he was in office. I mean, guy was was pretty much spot on everything he did. Came a little bit short on the wall, but besides that, guy's spot on. But I've I've always was curious. You know, people always this is one thing that and this is this is you know this isn't satire, sarcasm, or anything else. People will tell me, Nash, why do you hate Donald Trump so much? I'm like, I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't know the man. I've never met the man. I don't have the ability to give him that much real estate in my brain. I just don't think that he was that great for our country. And, but then I think about it, I'm thinking like, no, wait, because when there was the vote count. He got Portman and Wright out of Columbus, Ohio. You know, which you would think that you know, like who wouldn't want to make a name for themselves uh, with the president uh, being screwed out of an election, right? Think about it. Like this is it. Like this is my Effley Bailey moment with this law firm. Is I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up. I'm going to go from state to state. We're going to we're going to get this we're going to get this thing turned around. There's not going to be an insurrection. We don't need an insurrection because we're going to take care of this the proper way. But for some reason, everybody that got involved early in the vote count, all the firms that with any credibility bailed, and he ended up with a Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani as his mm. legal team, which seems strange when I mean. 
if it's a no-brainer, I mean, 40% of our country believes that the the that this Biden character, who all he does is cause inflation. I mean, the numbers just came out there, 8.3. I mean, it's got to be this guy because, well, I mean, Granted, Great Britain's were 9.9, but this guy seems to have control of this whole inflation thing where he's just got, he's got some kind of, he's doing some kind of thing there. And I can't figure out quite what it is, but he's no Donald Trump. So then we go, okay? Then we go to Morgan and Lewis, and they decide that they're going to take on the uh, Southern District in the the fraudulent uh, Manhattan tax, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the the whole mm-hmm. they bail. What they bail? So and then of course they cut the sweet deal for the, the CEO or CFO or whatever the fuck he was. Odd job. Then we go to hey, ex President Donald Trump. Billionaire Republican, super sweet ex president man. You think maybe we could have those classified documents you got in the back of your house, please? Wow. Well, what's her name said uh, under oath that they were all turned Oh, Christine, the- Christina Bob. Oh, I mean, because, right. I mean, and everybody knows, I mean, you know, Christina Bob, I mean, it's just like a, 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 a she's she's with the law firm Neil and Bob. And uh if you've ever seen her, she's there for one reason, one reason only. I mean, she has she's got I mean she I when I did find out that she got a law degree degree at Trump University, I I, I was a little little suspect. But um so she says that the, she 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 actually writes to the DOJ stating that there are no more uh, top secret anything of clearance. They come and and you're not going to believe this. Two months later, they do a search of the house, find twenty boxes. Eleven of them have top secret and and, and classified uh, documentation. Wouldn't you know it? So this is my real problem in this whole thing. Everybody's saying, if that were you and I, we'd be under the jail right now. Why haven't they put Trump in in jail yet? I'm at the point in my life with this whole fucking deal. I'm so tired of seeing the DOJ and fucking half guard with Trump that I'm about to stand both of them up and start this fucking thing over. Like, come on. Shit or get off the pot. Because if you can take somebody like me and, and I just go, okay, so where does this go? They, they bring in the master baiter to fucking decide whether or not the, you know. <laughs> the special master Yeah, baiter. the special, special master baiter to decide whether or not the shit's going to go further. And when push come to shove, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Push come to shove, he'll take this shit to the Supreme Court where he's already stacked the fucking deck there. So you're going to tell me that Trump is going to go 
to fucking jail and bring along with him, because this is part of his fucking deal, his Secret Service fucking crew. Can't. He has to. He, he, he's he got to be protected. Well, if ever... There's no precedent right. for it. No, there isn't. So that's an interesting point. So what would they so, do? So they could could they put him in a... In a federal facility with... No, they put him in Mar-a-Lago and put him under house arrest. House arrest, us. maybe. Yeah, so right. is that that bad? You're way, you're much closer. You don't have to keep making fucking excuses for diaper changes. You're right there in your crib. Well, can they say... what? Can they, can they make his house arrest in Newark, in an apartment 4C... In the Iron Bound now, section you're, you're, of Newark you're, you're, instead you're put, of Mar-a-Lago, you're putting you're putting the, the uh, secrets. You're, you're putting them in a secure in a a secure uh, security uh, situation that it's not advantageous to protect the the. the. See, I tell you right now, man, this is like that that NFL pension when they got OJ. You, you ain't gonna fuck around with this. The Secret Service is gonna watch Donald Trump's ass until the day he passes. Well, that's yeah, that's the deal. But I wonder, in a case where someone's convicted, this just has never happened. They'd have to figure it out. How many years would that take? There'd probably be a special master to decide how the Secret Service is handled, too. Yeah, I, I just look at the whole thing, and I'm just like, you're going to tell me at some point, like they're just not going to say, listen. We're going to do we're going to do a one page deal memo. You say that you won't ever uh, run for office again, and you said sign this uh, paperwork, and that'll be enough. You can't you can't hold office. Yeah, so it's all that's all that's all the the, the world wants is him not to be able to, to to be in any kind of position. I think Rotary Club something like that would be fine. <laughs> You know, but <laughs> our head Rotarian, Donald yeah. Trump, ladies and gentlemen, and former president, and former Trump. president. So, uh, no, but I just I, I don't understand how people like why why can't and everybody that lawyers for him has to get a lawyer. That's the problem now is that the legal team needs a legal team. <laughs> I, I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, who's signing up for this? I think Lindsey Graham. He's doing the fucking Potomac Shuffle fucking 15. He just went 15 weeks to the... Well, to, he's busy because there's apparently a new bill he's had in his back pocket well, about the 15-week yeah, he, abortion. He, that he, just he, got he, he, out. he took 15 steps to the left yesterday. <laughs> on, top of a, on top of a... Like a um, across the board, like 4.5 drop in, 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 the, in the markets. Yeah, markets got pounded. Whew. Oh, I don't know. What, they, what did they do? I didn't even. I didn't even look today. I, after I threw up last night, I said. Uh, no, one was nine hundred points. Was that uh, today? Year, I think. Did the Dow go up nine hundred? No, down. Another. It went down another nine hundred. Well, what was, thir- was that yesterday? I, I don't know what the headline. No, it was thirteen. Yeah. It's now four point six percent. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, How does one guys, sleep at guys, night? Give us, guys, give us the fucking uh, the market closes today. Yeah, they're looking it up right now. Dow, Nasdaq, and but S&P. seriously, what do you do if you're a firm? It'd be a prestigious thing to represent a former president, but you'd be in so in the line of fire for what you you'd be asked to do 
that uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to to sleep at night. Here's the here's the market. Where are we today? We're back up again. Thirty-one points. Oh no, thirty-one. Up, uh, up, 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 0.097. 0.097%. What was that? I can't, I can't even see. And this is, uh, what? This is since, uh, well, this is, oh, Monday. This is the week. So Monday. Okay. So go, go to year, go to year to date. I think it's like, I think the Dow's down like 14%. What does it down? What does it say up top there to the 31? Make it bigger. What's that number? Yeah, 14.9. Yeah, 14.9. Now, look at the look at the uh, NASDAQ's like 24%. Look, year-to-date NASDAQ. Not that I fucking look at this shit. Yeah, don't park oh, it there, tw- big guy. Tw- tw- 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fuck. You know, don't yeah, park it I, there. I, I, I can't I, I, I can't add six and six, but I can tell you what the fucking mark is doing. You know, I'll tell you what. This this might make you feel a little better. You know, science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain a consistent deep sleep, even when the market is in trouble, even when it seems like there's pandemonium in in Washington in politics as we know it. Ukraine trying to make a comeback, trying to go over. Um, it's body temperature by lowering your body temperature, temperature controlled sleep repairs muscle after a hard day's work and improves cognitive function. So you can always start your day feeling sharp and alert. This is true. I have woken up. I'm a notoriously terrible sleeper. I've woken up on the floor, upside down in the bed. I was in a hotel recently. I woke up in the fucking bathroom. That's true. My body fights to get comfortable when I'm unconscious. And you know what? Truly, I'm liable to... I might wander into a crime scene someday and become implicated. So if you're like me, you need to take a look at Sleep Me. Sleep Me is the new home for chilly sleep which you might have heard of. So we're bringing you the same great sleep that Chili Sleep offer just under a new name, Sleep Me. Sleep Me makes the coldest and most comfortable sleep systems available. They create uh, the environment that meets the body's neutral need, natural need for lower core temperature. Steve, I'm doing it again. Sleep Me makes the coldest and most comfortable sleep systems available. They create the environment that meets the body's natural need for lower core temperatures, promoting deeper restorative sleep. My wife is using this currently, and she said the first night she lowered it like 60-something degrees, stayed asleep the whole night. Next night, she was cold. Temperature's changing up here a little bit. She put it higher. She actually used the heat to help her fall asleep. She can go in both directions with this. Chili Sleep makes the Uller, the Cube, and Doc Pro Sleep Systems water-based, temperature-controlled mattress toppers. They fit right over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These mattress pads keep your bed the perfect temperature for deep, cold sleep. They also just launched the new Doc Pro sleep system has two times more cold power than other models is whisper quiet and has a tubeless mattress pad design that allows for five times more cooling contact head over to sleep.me slash kevin sleep 
dot me slash Kevin to learn more. And Kevin's going to arrange for 25% off the purchase price for your new Doc Pro Cube or Uller sleep system. The offer is available exclusively for Click This listeners here, all right? So only for a limited time. That's sleep, S-L-E-E-P dot M-E slash Kevin to take advantage of this exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! The five-star reviews are in, and it's confirmed. SaveWithConrad.com can save you thousands. Jimmy E. writes that we saved his family more than $1,000 a month. James S. says we saved his family more than $1,200 a month. But how much can you save? It's free to find out right now at SaveWithConrad.com. But if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, or even worse, if you're in a 30-year loan, it's not a matter of if we can save you money, but a matter of how much at SaveWithConrad.com. All right, bunkhouse stampede time. We're back. Click this, Kevin Ash podcast. No, I gotta say, I gotta say something about this whole podcast gig, right? Yeah, it's like so. I like we get all these products sent to us. Yeah, we try so, them. So what we are telling yeah, you so the I truth. mean, like, so, so I'm sitting there, you know, laying on this this sixty degree comfort setting mm-hmm. with a blue chew in my gut, just. Ripping a fucking just, I mean, boned out like nobody's business. And I can see every inch of this son of a bitch because I'm manscaped. I mean. Put it all together. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, why, and, and you wonder why I'm a diva? I mean, I got it better than Elvis at the fucking Hilton. You got the life. Got the life. Down there. You, you know man. who doesn't have the life? I would hate to be Abdullah the Butcher's tailor. I mean, imagine Ooh. you're running a shop in Atlanta. Abby fucking walks in, whips those tits out, and asks you to make them something that makes them look good. I mean, talk about a pressure situation. That is like a fireman being called to like the 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 the, the towering inferno. The shark hunter being sent out to snag that great white in Amity with Robert Shaw. It is the challenge of all challenges. What do you do? You got to do your job. You got to be professional. You can't. You can't say like, "Whoa, I hope I have enough fabric." You can't. You can't do that. You got to be professional. You might get forked in the head too. You can't. Uh, you can't say, listen, sir, Would you, it's summer. Would you be interested in a lightweight boat cover? Can't do that. I'd go to Nehru. Can't say, sir, were you born with three pussies on your head? You can't say those things. So you, you're going to have to just do your best to, to put it together. For big guys, yeah. you're you're tall. But you're also a, a, a you know you're you're muscular right so you you just, you just can't walk into a store and buy off the rack right you no no so if you're getting a suit let's say you're getting you got to go to an affair you you, you got to get a suit you have to have this thing made all my clothes are uh, there's a uh, American Tall is a company that um, has actually came around that has um, some good I mean. Not great quality, but with good quality clothing, uh, and they go like like my inseam. My, my biggest problem is my inseam; it's a uh, thirty-eight, and then my chest Soft. is like, yeah, 
my chest is 56, but my waist is, you know, 40. So, the, you know, an athletic cut, I think, is 8 inches, and mine's like six to 16 inch drop. And then I got big, on top of that, I got big ass fucking delts. And I, my arms are, you know, are over 20 inches around. My neck's over 20 inches around. So, so when they tend to make those larger sizes, they're not necessarily for athletic trim guys. They usually, they're like a tent, right? They're just. Yeah. And then, and then if, if, unless they have, usually you can't even, uh, like the shirts, like they can't dart them right. They don't fucking, they don't, they don't. If you take your jacket off, they they don't sit right. It's 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 just it's you just got to get shit made. You know, just got to get it made. But if you're not tall, right? If you're like I don't know, is Abby tall? I never did. You ever no. work with Abdullah? Yeah, I not no not, not. But I mean, I've worked. You've been around. In ter- in, yeah, I've been in territories with him. So he's not tall. He's just it's it's the girth. And the breasts are unbelievable. So that's that. His shit has to be made for him. There, there's no way that American tall or or, any, or or American wide as a fucking Mack truck is going to fit on him. He, no, he, he needs no. those made. But he, I, he, I think that was he always tried to do that like Sultan look, you know, where he had like some kind of, uh, you know, like a, almost like a Middle Eastern. Uh, and I don't. I, well, he I, was billed you know. from the Sudan, but of course they right. just a black dude, Larry Shreve. Um, but he, um, a funny story about him in uh, Todd Gordon's book that I co-authored, coming soon. Um, he was working ECW and he was getting. He was in the locker room and they were. It was a TV taping and one of the headhunters, you know, one of those massive four hundred pounders, gets thrown through the wall in the ECW arena and goes through the uh, the drywall, knocks a hole, and the camera's shooting into what is now a hole in the wall. After all the dust settles, literally, Abby is sitting in the locker room trying to put a sock on, trying to fling a sock around his big toe, and he turns and looks, sees the hole, gets up and just walks off camera. Classic moment. Yeah, it had to be. No, it was just it had to be so miserable. Just getting around. Yeah. I you you yeah, have a hard time yeah. flying, right? Because you're very tall, so you need your legs. You need those. Either you're in first class, or you have to be in in one of those like extra leg room type deals, right? Am I am I in first class? I'm not on the plane. Okay, I, I should have known. Of course, but you're the size. You, you you're six ten, so. But I'm also wider than a first class seat. Let alone a coach. The shoulders seat. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm I'm fucking. If I'm sitting if I'm sitting in coach, then I got this much of my fucking bodies on that next. And then you go out this way, and they fucking they ram you with the with the cart. Yeah. Oh God, the fucking carts. Yeah. Whenever I'm on the aisle, like I'm I'm small and I get it with the cart. How the fuck would Abby sit? He has to buy two, right? You can't do one seat. No, Yoko, Yoko, they used to because Rod, Rodney when he had so much ass that when he like when Yoko would sit in a town car and I'd be driving and Yoko would be in the passenger side, like he would literally be like this much taller than me because he was sitting on his ass, right? And his, you know, and my ass is just 
you know, right. I mean, it's fucking succulent, but I mean, it's not going to give me any fucking height. I had a hornswoggle in my passenger seat one time, and he has one of those big fat midget asses. And um, can you say that? I think that's a little person, little a fat little person ass. Well, he he's the one on air who said that I should call him midget. I asked him in the in the opening of the show. I said, "Now, what am I calling you today?" He said, "Midget. I'm a midget." So I have permission from him. Anybody who's going right. to write a letter to somebody, um, it'll be on. It'll be on the fucking comments. A very strange thing. He was my. He was. Do midgets eat Detroit pizza? Only the small animals. <laughs> he was like okay. my height. He was eye level yeah, with me when crazy. I turned to him because of the the, the big fat assness, the the, uh, the Kim Kardashian ass that he's got going. Um. So yeah, so Abby could certainly could not fly. Yoko, what what two seats, an entire row? How'd they fly him? They used to sit him coach because it was better for him to have two coach seats, right? Than it was for you know for him to, because first he couldn't get his ass in the seat because that thing in the middle of two first class seats doesn't pick up. The divider, you know, the, the, the armrest. Yeah, the, the plastic divider, cup holder, uh, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, that thing, that, that, that doesn't pick up. Good point. Right. So you, you, he was always better off in, in having two, you know, the aisle and the next seat. Because it wasn't like he was, you know, long-limbed. He just had that, you know, he had a big, big key star yeah. on old Rod. Rod was... Uh, it's tough being next to on top of like that, man, like, you know, I remember one time we were going overseas and Rod had to take a dump. It ain't like Rod's getting in a fucking, in a bathroom. So we had to just get up and put, like, whole trash bags because he couldn't shut the door and shit. Right. He can't fit in there. So the fucking, the boys had to fucking do the buddy system. Oh, take me there. I I never heard this before. So. Yeah, I, I'm sure, I'm sure Andre was the same way. There's just no fucking way that. Um, I think he just let it go in his pants. But so where uh, where yeah, does Rodney I, go to the back? That back in the day, they there was always that second in first. Like there's that the divider, and then there's that really that's the bathroom that if you travel is that square one. Mm-hmm. You know, not that one that's up at the front that's got the, the, the pitch of the plane. You go in the middle where it's a square bathroom where you can, you know, that's, that's your best bet. Um, but this was, you know, we were, we were on some, some shit plane that didn't have that. So Rod had to, um, you know, I remember one time I, 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 we were on some like Piedmont or some fucking thing back in the day. And, uh, I got up. And we were we were drinking. Uh, I was sitting by t- uh, across from Taker in the aisle, and I, I you know I fucking wedged my way in there. And Taker says, "Fuck, man!" He said, how, "How did you fucking like? How did you not piss all over yourself?" I said, "I used the urinal." He goes, "What?" I said, "Well, you probably call it a sink." He's like, you motherfucker. I said, I can't get in. I can only get in so fucking far. So before you ever piss in a sink, for you rookies out there, you got to run the water to make sure the drain doesn't fucking, doesn't, you know, it it works. Right. Because one time I go in there, man, I've been pounding beers on the whole flight. I go in there and fill this fucking 
basin full of piss and it ain't draining. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Now what? Do I? So I, I, I'm like, do I ask for a coffee cup and like, fucking, siphon you know, it out into the toilet? <laughs> yeah, like like, oh. you're, like, you're, like, you're, like bailing a ship. And then fucking, so then I just like, so I kept fucking with it, kept fucking with it. Finally, I got it to start to drain, but there was probably still an inch and a half of piss. And I just started taking those fucking white uh, paper towels and just fucking saturating the piss. Oh, these, and, and then, and then, on top of all this, now you you've got me. I'm, I'm OCD. So this motherfucking bathroom, when I leave, is cleaner than it was when the fucking cleaning crew got in there. I mean, I put fucking soap. Every, I mean, I clean this whole fucking thing because I'll be damned if fucking somebody's going to follow me and go, oh, that fucking pig. So, but that was a, a, a yeah, because I can't, I can't get in. And I'm not going to, if I, if I was to piss, now you got like, there's, you've always got the chance of fucking getting the, the piss, the piss boner on the plane. And you know, if you piss with that son of a bitch, just gets going 11 directions. Right. You know, you, you can't turn around and sit and piss because your shit's, you can't bend it down to get your cock in the fucking, you know, in the toilet. So you're better off just fucking pull, pulling it out, putting it in the fucking, laying that bitch in the fucking sink, and then fucking pit and pissing. Right. Are there certain. I, you know, I, I, I'm 63 years old. I got fucking a, probably about five and a half million miles in the air. Like, I, I have found this to be effective, ladies and gentlemen. So do, do not ask me. Ah, it, I, it, you're not supposed to do that from Detroit. We had square pizza. Square pizza oh, in the bathroom. Lock yeah. yourself. No, this, this I'm is... not pissing all over. But it's like it's like when you walk in. This is another one of my favorites. When did we become such a bunch of fucking just pussies that we can't fucking piss next to another dude? If there's not a fucking stall, like a wall. Oh, a partition? Like, like, yeah, because everybody knows when I get off a plane, the first thing I want to do, man, is I want to fucking, I want to do some fucking meat gazing. Meat gazing. I want to fucking see some hog. What, what the fuck? This, I know this guy, I've been, I've been over his shoulder getting his company's secrets while he worked on his fucking computer. But what I really want to know is what's he fucking packing? So you go into fucking the Delta Sky Lounge, and these motherfuckers go in, and and that's like that's the Taj Mahal. That's they actually have the, the the wood goes all the way to the tile. There's no looking underneath. I mean, if you got, you can rub one out, and that son of a bitch, no fucking prop. Always, it's like fucking right now. The Delta codes. Cheers. Punch that in. Go to Foreign Hub. Wham. Dunk one. Dunk one down the fucking drain. Check your emails. So I, can, I don't get what nobody's going to knock on that. There's like nine of them. But there's always a guy that fucking every time I, I'm in line waiting, the door opens up and there's a puddle of piss on and the, the floor. Guy, <laughs> yeah. And the guy is pissed all over the seat because this small cock motherfucker won't go piss in the stall that's got a wall next to it. He's got to go inside and fucking spray down the whole fucking shitter. There are those guys that will always use the commode as opposed to going to the urinal. Is which it a- I will, I, which I'll, I, I, but see, this is the difference. 
it's really just common fucking it's it's common courtesy. If there's if there's every if all the fucking uh urinals are taken and the handicapped bathroom usually doesn't like, usually people will well, you know, the handicap will be the last stall to be taken. But so you you put your your briefcase on the hook and you leave the door of that uh, handicap open. You take your foot, you pick up the lid, you piss, you flush it, and you fucking walk out. Mm-hmm. You don't shut the door because you want somebody to know, hey, I'm pissing. Because there was this. St- I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and and get a bladder infection while you. Fucks that all got prostate problems trying to squeeze a fucking other drop out of your dick. Mm. This again, folks. This is millions of miles tested. This is uh, this is advice. Uh, this was the Delta Sky Lounge where you can rub one out to Pornhub or your favorite website in the uh, privacy of a stall that goes to the floor. And that's the uh, that's the key. These these are key takeaways here. I got to get back to fucking Yoko taking a shit in a garbage bag. That you now do the jobbers no, they, have we, to no, hold? They, no, they we 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 use the garbage bag. We tear it and cut like so. It's it's partitioned for privacy. Oh, you made sh- a part. I, I, I'm yeah, thinking you, you're no. shitting in a bag because you can't fit in the bathroom. You talk about the plane no. ride from hell. I'll tell you one thing. Woman's eyebrows look like a, and like I, a party. And I, I I'll have to fucking get verification on this. I want to think it was the old Capitol Center, Landover, Maryland, and they had the um, the the shitters were um, and somebody always says this. It seems like Nash always has indigestion on the show. Yeah, because I I I, 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 I someone I go, say I, that. I, yeah, I, I, it's like I come down here at six o'clock, like I. I've been drinking protein drinks. I I I I've rushed from the gym to come here because it fucks my whole day up, and I haven't had solid food besides my my oatmeal and bananas at fucking eleven o'clock. So it's like I've had liquid food all day. My it's like so go fuck yourself. I don't have some. It's another guy says to me goes. Um, I was I was reading the guy says. Your face looks a little bloated. Have you been checked for congestive heart failure lately? I'm like, no, I think I did two shows in, in back to back, and I had diarrhea in the first one, and we just didn't bring it up in the second one. But guess what? I was sick for both of them. And when you're dehydrated, guess usually what your body does. Wow, maybe it holds fucking water because water. you're fucking pissing out your ass. Kevin, don't feel you've got to justify your bloatedness to any listener. You do not. Go back to it. No, I just, I just saw. I'm just saying, like, well, who would fucking spend the time to type that? So you'd build a partition so that Yoko. So we build a partition so Yoko. Can... So we're at the we're at the Capitol Center, yeah. and the the toilets aren't uh, mounted to the floor. They come straight out from the wall. The wall. Oh, boy. Yoko sits on one, and the fucking thing explodes. It's the end of that. Yep. It cuts his fucking ass. That was fucking, man. That was brutal. I felt so bad for him, man. I was just like, he's such a sweet, such a sweet, loving, great guy. And just like, man, just, it, it, it was like, nobody said anything because, I mean, he was, he was, he was, he was everybody's boy, but it was just like, fuck, man. 
Like, God, life's got to be so fucking hard. Yeah. When I first when I first met him, he was Kokina Maxima, and he was working for New Japan, and his finish was fucking uh, super kick. He was like 450, could fucking, I mean, Roddy could super kick like it was nobody's business. Mm. That motherfucker, man, he was, he was, God, he was so talented. Abby worked in Japan all the time, too. What? Why they like those big monsters like that? Is it? I think, because, well. Such an attraction. Abby was so fucking violent. You know, Abby was just, I mean, they, 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 those organizations, especially those like war and some of those other ones that they, that, that used to be prominent, but you know, they like the, the fucking, the blood. Yeah. They, they'd be, they'd be, uh, totally extreme. Plus, plus you know, back death, when, when death I went over there, yeah. When I went over there for the first Onita's time, it was just like crazy shit. Yeah. Those, the fucking, the, the, the guy jinx would fucking go in the crowd like Stan Hansen would oh. fucking hit hit the marks with the fucking bell and he didn't I mean they bust fuckers open they didn't give a fuck you could get away with anything over there almost yeah, yeah. it was fucking it was, it was like live man what did you think of work in Japan did you like it? I loved it yeah I think you told me that once before and uh, I think everybody I think it, it's kind of chill because you're out except you know they, they, they I mean, to, nowadays it's probably really cool because you know they'd have the buses would be much more advanced and you know, you'd have more than one fucking uh, one movie on the fucking uh, on the bus that was in English. <laughs> you did you did bus tours over there, right? So you'd have to yeah uh, yeah. Would they load baby faces and heels on the same buses? Mostly it was like the the New Japan crew and then like the guy the the guy crew guys yeah. And they had one seat in the back was like this big giant seat that kind of was like the, the throne for like the top gaijin. Uh, uh, like like my first trip, Vader was sitting in that seat. Mm. Yeah, he was another one made a fortune over there too. Yeah. Was the pay, is the pay good for everybody that goes over there? All the gaijin, all the Americans. Usually, do, I mean, do you do well. Usually it's better than, you know. I think one of the things was, too, though, that, that was guaranteed. Like, that was like one of the few places that, you know, if you're getting 20 grand a, a, a week, which was good money over there, if you're getting 20 grand a week, it was like at least you knew you were getting 20. You were going to come home with 60,000 bucks. Right. They would make the deal in advance. It wasn't based on the gate. You You were given a guarantee, and that was it. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And every time I went over there, you know, WCW would 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 still send you your check. I, mean, I I I you know, New Japan always took care of me. They always gave me extra cash. Did you get per so, diems too, like to eat? Uh, I don't think. No. I, I, don't, I don't think so. Did you have to work a different style when you went over there? Did you Did you change up what o- you? Did only because the style. Only because the Steiners fucking like found wound me up so fucking. You know. <laughs> Man, if you guys, it's like going into prison. You, know, you, you, you let these fucking guys punk you. Guy fucking half-ass stiff shit on, 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 you know, on mistake, and you fucking Take light the guy up off. with fucking you know, four, four forearms in a row. Like, what the fuck's with this guy, Jing? What the fuck, dude? But, <laughs> but, but was it was that common where they would test you? Where they would take advantage no. of you? Or this was just no. the Jap- the myth of Japan. I, I I always I always found that working in Japan like you know like it, it, it like working in Japan was like being in the military. 
It was so fucking simple. Just be polite, be respectful, and respect that you're in somebody else's country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like in, in the army. Just make sure your boots are fucking highly shined, your shit's squared away, and like just it's so simple. Mm. Life's so simple. Everybody, everybody makes it so hard. You know, just like nah, just. You know, like like doing a, like doing a podcast and then doing a podcast really fucking stoned. <laughs> well, don't do like that. Tonight's, we won't have to. tonight. Tonight's tonight's like last week. I, I thought like, wow, you know, like I'll 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 go ahead and you know fire one up, but way way too close to showtime. This is this is like night and day. I have a dance partner tonight. You know, we're t- we're talking about Abby and the the Taylor, but. The outfits that some of these big guys had to wear in the ring. Oh, you and I have always been a, a huge, <laughs> huge fan of Mabel's outfit. When it, the, 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 the purple and gold. <laughs> then he came back his viscera, and he was like in a like a almost like a fucking black like latex body. Like that was crazy with different color eyes and yeah, but that big. Purple, fucking like the queen now, mum. Nelson, Nelson was kind of Abby-ish, you know, with those big, those kind of lat breasts. <laughs> the lat breasts, yeah. yeah. The lat breasts. They. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on fake tits? By the way, are, are they as acceptable as natural, or or? or uh... Well, I definitely like. I, I don't like. I don't mean on a man either. By the way, I'm, no, I, I didn't think you did. Okay, even though you're from New Jersey, exactly. um, I don't want to. Uh, I have, rece- take I have receipts a- coming for the for the diva thing. I know I have receipts. <laughs> yeah, coming. yeah you got some. But I, I mean, I don't have. Uh, I don't want to uh, uh, take a, a woman's blouse off, or you know, take her dress down, and she's got a fucking uh, bar of soap and a tube sock for a breast. I don't think that's. <laughs> Kind of a look I'm going for. Um, I just that I, I just think that that a, a, a natural a, a, like a natural breast, anything that's like if it's bigger than a champagne cup, it's probably going to be like she's going to lay on her back, and it's they're probably going to go under in her armpits. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a you know. I, 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 I'm, I'm absolutely for uh, breast augmentation, especially to balance somebody. Um, uh, if it's needed, and, and I, I don't think I don't think and, and like when women have uh, when they have uh, carry a child, their breasts get all fucked up from the glands and getting sucked on and everything else, and you know having some creepy husband trying to get fucking some colostrum, but. Um, uh, it's a fetish for everything, I, uh, man. Yeah, you know. But um, I always like this one. Like when when, when a guy says, "Oh, jeez, man, do you think she could have get went any bigger?" I'm thinking, yeah, because if we could get our cocks fucking enlarged, I'm sure we'd all go in and go, eh, "Just give me like a sixteenth of an inch, doc." <laughs> Every guy fucking walking around fucking town to be tying their shit in a knot. <laughs> hey, watch this. 
Just got my just got my new dick. Let me tell you the knot. Look, huh? Do the Robert Fuller put a wrist lock on the motherfucker? Right. You know, if you were the wheel man for Abdullah the Butcher, I'd imagine some additional wear and tear might find your car. You know, if you didn't have a low rider before you started heading to the town, well, you do now. Well, fuck, he'd, he'd, he'd probably blade the seats, if nothing else. Right. You know what, though? You can you can invest in some extra peace of mind with CarShield. CarShield ah. makes it easy and affordable to protect my car from expensive repairs, and that is just for starters. CarShield is the number one auto protection company in the U.S., and it offers protection plans for about 100 bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple this is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you go choose the mechanic, and then CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't even have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. You don't have to explain the reason that your car is scraping the bottom of the road as you drive to the next town with Abby. Same goes for uh, if your car breaks down. If you're stuck on the side of the road, plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast roadside assistance. CarShield's administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Get coverage today. You'll lock in your price now, and it'll never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. CarShield helps protect my wallet from expensive car repairs, and they're going to do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash podcast to start your plan and lock in your price forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. Were you a um, what kind of wheelman were you? Did you ever drive, or um, all the time? Oh, I drove every mile. You did. That was yeah. If you would have been listening earlier when I did, when you were too busy calling me a diva, right? I, I I tried to explain to you that one of the reasons that I didn't particularly like the uh, round robin being passed around. Uh, from car to car, I should say from shitbox to shitbox, was the fact that the people that were behind the wheel should not have had their license. Oh, no, I heard that, and but I, I meant when you, were, I, when you were on the road. No, I, yeah, well, that's on the road. And that's like my entire career, I drove. My first road trip, I drove. I always drove. Oh, I thought because, Triple H, that wasn't Triple H uh, doing the rides. Uh, yeah, that was, it was four years into oh, the... Oh, all the, right, okay. He came in in January. I mean, you know, yeah. At that point, you know, once I once I realized after like two weeks, I realized when he said I don't do anything, and I realized he was being serious. I was just like, wow, like this would be nice to take, you know, not be behind the wheel. You know, you've got to realize back then we ninety percent of our our road trips were northeast. So that's that bumper to bumper. Yeah. I mean that 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 being that wheel guy, every day, day in day out, snow, rain. Ugh, why did you want I that? because that's what you did. Because we didn't get tired back then. <laughs> well, you were forty two. You were forty two. Yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah, I was thirty six. <laughs> Jesus. I, I swear to God, man. Were you ever, uh, did you get, when you worked Japan, you know you hear about the young boys, right? And uh, did you did you ever have uh, any, any of the young workers over there uh, carrying your bags or 
yeah. looking after you or anything like that. Would never do anything. I would never. Dallas Page would. Be, D- Dallas is always great. You'd be uh, go here you know, because you got to go like, for for like, Dallas would have like seventy three bags <laughs> for, for 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 a two day trip. And some Mark would come up in the parking lot and say, Hey, man, can I get your autographs? Dallas would be like, Yeah, you can have mine if you carry my bags in the hotel. And he wouldn't shit, man. I mean, he'd give it, I mean, he'd give you every bag he had. Wouldn't like he'd help out and drag one. Fuck that. You were, you were taking Billy Zane's Titanic bag collection up to the fucking hotel. Cause that was the one thing was, you know, when you come in late, You've got to. It's it's important that you got to get your car in a parking spot, because if you park it someplace, there's a chance it'll get fucking towed. If it's in front of the, you know a dumpster or some shit like that. So before you, like it, it's better to drag you. If you see a spot, take it, mm. because if not, you could end up missing that spot. The next car boys gets it, and you're you know parked around the corner up you know in the hood or some shit mm. you know. It wasn't like we were staying in the world's finest hotels. So yeah, so but I, but yeah, that's, I think that's why I think that's why I was so tired all the time. <laughs> did guys like Abby and and Viscera did, did they get rats? What does an Abby rat look like? I need to see an Abby rat. Did that really? <laughs> Do you really? I, I, I see, and, and I'd want to see the action just just to know how this is even possible. Hmm. I think you know when when I think of rats, and I mean they were when I broke in the big. You can always tell how the business is doing by the rats, right? Man, when that NWO shit was hot, it looked like you go in there, looked like a fucking. Ford modeling convention at the fucking bar. Right. You know, there was, ugh. Yeah, there was, there was, there was always some, there was, there was some, some attractive, and, and there was, like, you'd go to shows and there'd be, you know, A-list uh, celebrities, like Dennis Miller would be back, in, and when we went to the forum, Dennis Miller would be back there, and uh, different people, right. you know. John, John Candy was always would always be. Uh, remember one time we one with nice tits. Yeah, Candy has some nice tits. I think that's a, that's a that's a go to uh, go home shot, Uncle Buck with that. So go ahead. I think, were... I, but I think I think his were implants though. Oh I, right. Yeah, he would have had the two socks with golf balls in them if he didn't yeah. uh, pump those mm. bad boys up. But I just always wonder, like, of course, like, I know fucking Shawn Michaels and all these guys. No. What? Shawn was never, Shawn was not a rat Oh, no, 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 not him. I meant that girls would be, would come out to meet them and to try. Oh. You'd have girls, like, going after, like, the rockers and Rock and Roll Express, I mean, and and stuff like that. Yeah, I always think that, like... The reason we used to go to strip clubs was, A, there was beautiful women there that you weren't picking up, and B, when a Mark came over, you could say to him, hey, dude, 
you're in a room full of fucking beautiful naked women and you want to talk to us? <laughs> like, or are you just here for the $9 beers? Like, go shoot, shoot, shoot. And like, nobody would ever look at you and go, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that probably comes across really freaky, doesn't it? Like, yeah, dude, like, we're all supposed to be, come on, we're dudes. That's brilliant. It was, it yeah, was a built-in so force field. Yeah. And I, I, remember, I remember one time uh, me and Tigger got called into the to the office. Principal McMahon told me and the, the, Tigger that uh, he didn't want to see us in, or hear of us being in any strip clubs. Really? Yeah. He said it wasn't, it wasn't a good image for, for, for Mark and I. Because we're both baby faces at the time. Was this as he was writing out a twelve million dollar check, or, or that was? It was probably no. before. Uh, uh, no, this is. Yeah, I, I, yeah this is. I, I don't know, and I, I uh, bad look for you guys of, to be in a strip club not, not from Vince McMahon. None of my none of my business. Right. I I didn't write one. So the the we go in. I, I want to think the next town that we go to is like Winnipeg, and there's a uh, a hotel that we used to stay at. That had a strip joint hooked to it. Wow, that's convenient. Yeah, so <laughs> I say, "Fuck this, man! I'm going to go down a strip joint." So I get downstairs, go to strip joint, and I'm looking at all you get, you, strip joints are always that like, you know, just a, 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 like vampire dark for your even if you come out of like a, out of the dark you've still got to adjust to the strip club lighting you know yeah. so I, I you know I, I sit against the wall and i'm sitting there looking around looking around and all of a sudden i just look straight straight across from me in the room I see this long fucking hair I see a bandana i look over and if i could just see take like like we're not gonna you know, we're not going to sit with each other. We're just like, oh, so you didn't listen either. Right. Just acknowledge <laughs> like, that. You're both on yeah, the same just page. Just acknowledge, like, okay, okay, yeah, like, fuck that, right, man? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, come on. That was like when, when, when they told uh, Sean that uh, Scott couldn't ride with us because they were working the matches together. And Sean just, I mean, from zero to 100 went to, motherfucker. You got me on the road 300 days a year. You're going to tell me who I can spend my time with? I'm going to travel with hello, I'm travel. And Vince just kind of went like, whoa. I didn't realize it was that. Like, okay. If it's that much of a deal to you three, geez, do what you want to do. So Vince relented on that, even though they were working a program together and let them ride together? The the match was so good. Like, what are they going to do? You know, yeah, because they, they, don't you think that there should be some mystique left? I know they were your friends, but don't you think there's some validity in saying, "Guys, for the next couple of months, can you just hang out in no, the hotel?" No, because I mean, it was the master plan was to blow it all up with the curtain call anyway. So, because <laughs> that's all we, you know, it was in the works for I months. Knew th- I I knew the shit was a work when I was ten. Not that anyone doesn't know it's a work, but you've exactly. got to go through some of the motions. No, but uh, no. all right. I think you. I think you guys. Yeah, don't have a boom mic in, the, in when you're doing the shot. So you, I say, oh, boom mic. Fuck, I'm watching a movie. Right. Oh, he hit him forty five times in the face. There's no blood. Mm. 
that that's that, that's what you're selling. You're selling the disbelief that these two guys are going out there and trying to beat each other's ass. You can tell when you have the people. When you have a hot angle and you have the people and your work's stiff, you can say what the fuck you want to about Bill Goldberg. But when he was on his streak and he went out there and he he was intense, those people sat on they sat up because mm. they knew and they knew because they'd already been programmed. This ain't gonna go long. It was like Tyson. Yeah, it's like that white. It's like that when, when Tyson got out of jail, that white boy he fought Peter McNeely. From the, yeah, from the fucking yeah. I, I just watched that the other night. I'm thinking like, you talking about fucking lamb to slaughter, man? Like, wow. No, but I mean, it's just, I think that's the whole thing. Like, you want it, that you want to disbelieve. Like, when, when Edge got after Dominique last night, his first two or three blows, like, it sucked me in. No, I get that. Like, you but, know. but is it okay then for the fan that watched the match to see them leave in the car together? Well, we, it wasn't like we, it, you didn't have access to us. If we if we'd left together, like the guy would lay in the back seat, we'd pop up out of the building through a tunnel and 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 be on the road. It wasn't like we were stopping and fucking glad handing. So you did okay. I mean, so we, you did you yeah, did manage we, to we, hide we, it? We, we, yeah, we pre- we preserved it, but at the same, I mean, I've seen guys before where the fucking heels drive off, and you know, the, number one, like we had no cell phones. So if you had cell phones, you could say, "Hey, let's, you know, let's go up the up the road eight miles." And I'm, I'm looking right now. There's a, a Shell station. We'll get I'll get a beer there, and we'll switch we'll switch uh, cars with with guys. Right. You know, you could we we, we could do that. Right. So plus everybody fucking hated us. Nobody wanted to drive with us anyway. So what the fuck's the matter? Oh, you mean the other workers? Yeah, I fucking hated the click. That's the last thing you want to do is fucking drive with us. Yeah, let's let some of these fucking pricks sit in a fucking car with us. Why? I understand, right or wrong, why Vince said that. But why did Vince not want you in a strip club? That's that's when we were no longer um, in competition with Ted Turner's wrestling. We were in competition with Disney. So to sanitize the image, you mean? I don't fucking know. It's just another weird request for an athlete. Don't go to a. I can't see the New York Giants or. Yeah, Phil, can't Phoenix Suns. Can't, can't smoke pot. Can't do this. Can't do that. And you can't look at pussy. Yeah, that's a weird. Enjoy one. your life. Well, one was illegal. Oh, was... and, and why? Why you're at it? Why you're at it? And I'm going to pay you fucking shit. Listen, you had uh, your ten night guarantee. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars was a long way, and and they listen. They had some buy, cold cuts. I, I tell you what, that that'll buy you. That'll buy you fucking four square pizzas. Interesting. Back though, in, the pers- back in forty nine. <laughs> Interesting perspective you have because you were there in the lean years, and then when yeah. things got crazy, so yeah, you did your uh, TV tapings with cold cuts, and and bread. And not, not only did did, did we um, did I did I, I 
work during the fucking lean years, I was a, a pretty intricate part of making sure those that everybody got paid and there were good years. Yeah. I mean, we, it's, you know, Scott and I left to get guaranteed money, yeah. which cha- was was a game changer. Well, that's what I so, said. You bridged I'm, that gap. You were you were there for the yeah. years, and then you moved. Well, I didn't bridge it, man. I built it. There you go. There's a shirt. Built the city. Merch. <laughs> built the city on fucking rock and roll. Let me tell you. I'll tell you what. What have happened? What would have happened? 1996. Mm. Scott Hall asked, hey, would you like to fucking make a move? Maybe bring your partner over? Do this NWO thing? Scott looks at him. Fucking tired. Just fucking tired. If 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 Punk came on the air right now, if Phil was sitting right here, I can say Phil because I know he hates it. Um, what what would you say to him about what went on in AEW? Well, see, my whole thing is like I I look at it from a perspective because I watched Phil come back. I watched I watched like everything he did, and he made sure that he made everybody before he beat them. Okay, like. He he was a he was a pro. Mm-hmm. He could have went out there, man, because he was he was you know he was his cut his his run got cut you know basically politically. He just had too much fucking heat. Deserve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like I said, there's a lot of fucking. I see a lot of me in him. I don't. I'm not, not going to speak for him, but I, he's a little bit of a prick. And um, so, and it wasn't like he, I guarantee you, if I, when, he, when he had his run, he knew who was selling. I mean, like he, he had the, the, the number that day of how many shirts he sold, I'm sure. So he could throw that in somebody's face if he had to. But, uh, no, he did a good job. And then he got, you know. He, he he got hurt and then he he came back and you know I I don't know the specifics I know that the hangman thing the hangman uh, interview upset him um, I, I think what happens when you start doing that work shoot shit mm. like because you it's it's not scripted so you do get a sunny days. Right, that could wreck somebody's fucking life at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's shit that makes you like. Now you've you've taken that step over the line, where you've now put my, my relationship and my family into your fucking bullshit on television, and now I want to I want to beat your ass. Referencing, of course, when Shawn Michaels alluded to yeah. Bret Hart uh, having some. Spending time with Sonny, which apparently wasn't true. And, and the thing was, uh, yeah, Brett, Brett, had, Brett had a family and, and, and children and a wife and 
I guess if you, if you have a family, you'd have to probably have children. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Sean was a, a single guy saying like, he didn't have anything to lose. Right. So, and that's the thing with Phil is, you know, Phil's got a, a, AJ. So she broke in. You know, she's been through the business. So it's not like he doesn't have a smart, smart wife. Like she knows what the, you know, she knows what the deal is. So. Yep. Well, maybe we'll get them on. We'll reach out and see what happens. Listen, our next partner I'm going to tell you about is a product I use every morning. I recently started taking AG1, Kevin, by Athletic Greens. I know you have some um, in your humble abode. I had um, I actually, I had a gut-related health issue this year. I uh, had an emergency room visit, and I had to scale back on things like red meat, fried foods, and as you know, we sat at a fucking, what was a longhorn, and I had to have five shrimp on a skewer while you devoured this succulent ribeye next to me. No, I, I, didn't, I don't eat ribeye. What did you I have? Filet. I don't eat the filet. Because it's lean. Fat ass right? Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to add to my diet after that. I have four bottles of vitamins and supplements in my medicine cabinet. It's an ordeal. But you know what? AG1 came into my life and showed me how easy it is to support immunity and give me what I was looking for in all those little bottles I had in my medicine cabinet. The taste is a home run, too. It's a mild, tropical-esque taste. I do look forward to it uh, when I get up in the morning. It's the first thing I do is drink it on an empty stomach. You take one scoop of the AG1, Okay into uh, 8 to 12 ounces of water, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This blend of ingredients supports your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, uh, focus, and aging. And if you're like me, gut health. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. It took me an emergency room visit to change my diet and find AG1, but it doesn't have to be as dramatic for you. Kevin has a special offer for you. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash click to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is, I did some research on it. And um, this is basically formulated and and uh, designed by athletes. Like this is this this is a, a the 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 blends and that and the things that are in it are are, are very. Um, I always think like it to me like the ultimate uh, athlete is a triathlete, mm. and one of the one of the people that was was behind this was a triathlete, and I actually. Um, I get up in the morning and I, I, I drink this metabolic tea. So I decided to take, to, to take it this morning and put it in my, my, I have a cup and put, put it, and I, I, I microwaved it for two minutes. And so it was, so it kind of had my, um, instead of my tea, I drank it, I drank it instead of my tea today. Good idea. And, um, it was, it's cause I don't, uh, 
It was nice. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, 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 it'll probably take me a little while to get used to it because it's a, it's a little stronger than the tea that I drank. But I'm getting way. Uh, I mean, we you know, we talked about that, that the the pro, probiotic mm-hmm. probiotic uh, the probiotic that's um that I take, and this has. This has got a lot. Of, I, I forget what the number was. I want to think maybe seven billion. Like you know, right? Like this is. So you're getting your you're getting your 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 good. Uh, well, the, the 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 proof will be in the pudding. So next week I'll give you uh, my uh, my my dump updates. Yeah. So, but by the time I get, I get it out of here tonight, I'll be uh, be less bloated, be, right? Yeah, no congestive heart yeah. failure to worry about. Yeah. Well, your uh, your public awaits, Kevin. As always, ask Nash. You can do this yourself. Hashtag ask Nash, and uh, maybe you will show up on a future edition of the show, like David McKeever did when he says, "Hey, big sexy, my wife's mother claims you guys had a fling in high school one night at a party. She was a little too intoxicated." You picked her up over your shoulder. She got scared and gave you a big bite on the back. Do you recall this? What's her name? Well, his name is David McKeever, so it doesn't mean that's her maiden name, but he did not leave a name. Were you bit on the back by a drunk chick at a party in high school? This would be his wow, oh, this is his wife's mother, so it wouldn't be McKeever anyway, so. Not to sound like a complete tool, but uh, I put Wilt Chamberlain to shame by my sophomore year. Nice. So it's, it's happened many. You've been bitten on the back many. <laughs> well, he didn't say you plowed her. <laughs> Wilt was uh, Wilt was what ten thousand? I think was the number. Twenty, twenty thousand. He didn't say you drilled her. Uh, this was just a, a bite. But no, he said you had a fling. So I guess a fling would indicate a uh, a relationship of some kind, short lived, perhaps. Yeah, that's a good. I got you know. I was at the uh, at the uh, what's the fuck name of that place? The Gold Club in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, so. And I was separated from my wife at the time, and 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 there was allegations that I had been blown in the VIPs in the VIP room. So the FBI brings me in, and they want to see whether I'm going to be a uh, a hostile or a, a a workable witness. And the guy says to me, "Goes, uh, Mr. Nash, uh, were you uh, ever uh, given?" Uh, he says, now, we know that you'd never paid for anything. You and Jerry Stackhouse are the only two that didn't pay for sex. But we want to know, did you? And I said to the guy, I said, dude, I'm Kevin Nash. I get blown at the Waffle House. You think I'm supposed to fucking keep track of fucking all the times fucking I get blown? The guy said, you can leave. That's great. So you were really brought in during an investigation What that they were running yeah. a prostitution ring out of there? Yeah. That brings us to AJ's question, by the way. I work at a gentleman's club in Virginia, and I'm having problems with the girls and bartenders tipping me out. Any suggestions? Do your fucking job. Obviously, 
obviously, obviously, you're not. If 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 you, it, it, it says nowhere in your uh, job description that you should be bussing tables. But if you bust tables and pick up the beer bottles and take them back and put like if you help everybody, it's, it's like your job is is, is to. Make sure that that everybody's job run. Make make sure number a the girls are protected. If the girls if, if the girls don't feel safe, that's why you're not getting tipped out. So he, there's something he's not doing. He's not doing enough. Something to earn he's the tip. not doing. Okay. And, and 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 if it's if it's just the fact that the it, it may be just a shit club and, the, and there's no fucking money to be made. It could be too. You know, to go to the manager and see if you can get get the uh, minimum of the, of the of the uh, the tip scale. I mean, we're we're at eight point eight point three uh, inflation. <laughs> so I mean, you know, you got you got. This is the thing that I always like, though. It said last night I was watching uh, a Republican television uh, broadcast, and they said that the actual. Uh, the 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 salary has went up five point four percent or something like that five point six percent, and inflation was up eight point three. So if the if your salary is up five point four percent and you're down eight point three, aren't we at I think it isn't that like a three per, like three percent difference? And isn't like two point two like basic where, where inflation is? I know that like in Florida you, you can. Uh, when you homestead uh, a property, it can't go up more than three percent a year. Correct. Yeah, and we're at we're at that right now. So I'm thinking to myself, like, is this just another one of these fucking working gimmicks that we just throw out there? Because it, it's like, well, of course. I mean, listen, like, the, the news has to the news has to position that it's a business. Like, news is entertainment. Okay, no, we're at I a know, point where news but, is but, entertainment. But, so. But with what happens is when you have a bunch of fucking people that, are, that that don't understand how things work, like there's no soft landing in a recession. Like we're going to raise it another, you know, three quarters of a, of a percent. Prior, the uh, Fed. You yeah, talking about the Fed raising? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, the Fed. But yeah, we're going to we're going to raise another three, uh, uh, you know, point seven five here. But uh, you know. Looking for maybe a soft landing into this recession. Mm. Remember what rates were in 1980, by the way? Good. Dominic looked that up for me. Here's one for you. Rates were in 1981 if you were buying a house. See see what they were when when, when, um, Nixon did that phase one, phase two, phase three, when inflation was like, oh, my God, it was like, when did when did Nixon get impeached? Seventy one. Uh, seventy one. Look this up. Hey, my my son's correct me. Said it, it. He resigned. He Nixon resigned. He was impeached, but resigned. He wasn't removed from office. He did resign. Okay, so Dominic, interest rate was sixteen point six eight. 1981. In 80? Here it is right here. There you go. 
So we're quibbling right now over three fucking point seven two on Prime or wherever we're at. Or it started at three point seven two. What are we at now? So um, I do know that uh, from mortgage research that fucking six yeah sixteen point six eight percent in eighty one. So I mean, what are we talking about here, guys? Historically, well, you know. This Biden guy, you know, my favorite is in Florida when they would do this shit on the pumps. You ever see it on the gas pumps when they would put the sticker of Biden mm-hmm. pointing and it would say, like, I did this. We're, we're in a war. Mm-hmm. with uh, Russia's in a war with the Ukraine. OK, we're cutting off all Russian oil and uh, they, which is the num- which is the number one, producer. the number one producer in the world. Yeah, we're cutting that out of we're cutting that out of the out of the out of the chain, and um, oh my God, I can't believe the petroleum is going up. Ridiculous! They point to the pipe, they point that, to the pipeline. Is this that? Yeah, is this that e- e- econ? Oh yeah, let's 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 frack and drill and do shit in in in, in the middle of our national monuments. I hear you. Jesus. Cash Money says, I love this podcast. I signed up for Twitter specifically to ask you this question. If you were in a bar or street fight and you were outnumbered and needed help and could only have one member of the clique to help you, who would it be? Scott. Scott, right? Yeah, Scott's a mean fucker. Ryan from the gym. So with Big Kev being from Michigan, who did Kevin Nash root for in college football back in the day? Wolverines, Buckeyes, Spartans. How'd you end up with number Spartans? How'd you end up with number forty three for basketball? Um when uh back in the day when you played basketball, the the the, the numbers, the jerseys went up uh by like, you know, like the guards were like ten, five, ten, twelve, because they were the smaller jerseys, and then the bigger, bigger guys were, you know. So forty-three was, you could either be forty-three, forty, uh, forty-five, or fifty-three. I mean, I mean, we might have had fifty-five, but I don't think we had a fifty-five. Okay. And I thought, yeah, you know, I thought for, for, forty-three. You you add that together at seven, and I I I love playing craps. Even when I was like just a kid, I, I liked throwing dice. So I always thought seven was like anything that added to seven was was lucky. Miguel Garcia with superhero movies being the trend now. What superhero would Kevin like to play in a movie, Marvel or DC? Probably Catwoman. <laughs> like be like a sultry Catwoman, and but but like be stationed like in Buffalo. And my calling card would be like I'd like I would like throw like a like a catch like a it was a it'd be a dildo but the head of it would be a, have a cat's face oh, on right. it right like almost like a like a grappling hook you could would stick yeah. to somebody yeah yeah and do that and then maybe like sneak at a home game late at night at the Bills and <laughs> maybe throw one of those into the end zone. Oh, listen, with all this dildo talk, we covered Abby's tits, dildos, and you know what? We didn't get to the bunkhouse stampede yet, but we at least we got some more facts on it that they started uh, an hour and a half early. I think what's, what, what's really going to have to happen here, because 
I didn't realize how easy it was to get a hold of the people at the National Archives. All right. Well, they're a little busy right I now. Had, but... Well, they, they they say that, but I went ahead and made some inquiries. Okay. And um, so they said, please put it in writing. So I went ahead and had my Esquire uh, go ahead and put it in writing of because of of, I want some specifics. I want some box you know, I want some gate totals, concessions. I want to see if we can find out if there's any way we can find out what the what the guys got paid, right. where they were on the card. So this might take us some time. So it, it, instead of, you know, saying week in and week out that we're going to do this bunkhouse thing, I think we make this the kickoff tonight because, I mean, I've, I've got the inquiry in. Did you get a special Make master to- yet, though? I don't think we're not we're not even at that okay. yet. I mean, this is going to take some time, but I think that this is kind of, I guess, the roadway to the bunkhouse. Road to bunkhouse I mean, stampede begins now. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I think that we're because we're if we're going to do this, man. It's like not it's not a joke anymore to me. I mean, this this means everything right. to me. You're invested, I can tell. Yeah. And I just sat and watched, um, like, several episodes of Yellowstone with uh, the actual, like, and just really looked and watched the bunkhouse scene. Is this the the episode that took place on Long Island of Yellowstone? I think everything is, I'm pretty sure that, I think that the interiors are shot in Long Island, and then everything else is, like, British Columbia. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't. I don't want to be. I mean, don't hold me yeah. to that. But I'm pretty sure that most of this is either shot in Long Island or the Naval Shipyard. One of the two. Right. All right, Road to the Bunkhouse Stampede. I'll I'll take that. I will take. Okay. That. Well, listen, guys. It's, it's, it's going to be, what is it called, a mega show? Yeah, I think a mega-sode, I think they call it. The, mega-sode. The mega-sode. Me- uh, so that'll probably be a mega-sode. All righty, that's good enough for me. Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with the podcast Heat. Producer Steve Kaufman. Title sequence and audio editing by Wesley Burleson. Graphics by Dominic D'Angelo. Theme song by Dale Oliver. Technical research by Tristan Nash. Copyright 2022, Butch and Sundance Media. Kevin, we are doing the Road to the Bunkhouse Stampede, so I'm going to assume that you want to do another one of these. Yeah, and I'll have, uh, hopefully I'll have some some kind of legal updates on, uh, on where we are. And uh, it's, uh, oh, uh, well, I'll, talk, I'll wait and talk to you when we, when we finish this, but um, could we like, fucking be on time next week because you had me and my son fucking a little hot I, I, we, 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 we get like we're, we get a little fucking you know antsy if we don't have our shit ready it's, it's seven o'clock oh fuck we're still on the air are we going are we going round oh. robin here with the diva conversation or or what <laughs> give me that all right guys next week <laughs>